See, I thought you would love that. I love you. Well, I love you too. But I mean, when I do stuff, I think about you. And this, I thought, man, wait till Eddie hears this. Sick, I do. You know, I love that baseline. Baseline. You know, I love that. <laughs> I mean, it's not me playing it. But. Well, I know, but I mean, you, you know, <laughs> there's other bass players. There are none other, and there <laughs> shall not all ever be. <laughs> That's for other than I. That's. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> we were not on a ten-second delay. I, 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 I apologize. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to dump it. I thought you were dumping. No, it. no. Well, I gotta, I gotta quit saying that word anyway. That's another thousand-dollar piece of equipment. Oh my god. <laughs> how does it? I always wondered how that worked. What's it do? Take us, take our stuff in, put it out, and then I when you hit a button. There's a del- hey, man, you're the one that was in radio. Yeah, I did. I remember in radio, <laughs> they used to do. I remember Kay Murray was the producer for oh, one of the talk shows. Now I'll let you. This is my favorite part. Today, All right, we'll be quiet for this. fantasy of the future. But one day, maybe not too far distant, audiences will be able to look back on it in the same spirit with which we view pictures about the first covered wagons crossing the plain. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. This is how valid is the validity. I just want to know, I just want to know, what time is it? Time for the show. (laughs) No, but I mean, seriously, how many, I mean, how many times have we actually been? It's seven o'clock, eight o'clock, whatever. No? Oh, yeah. No, I feel good about it. I mean, we're on time. That's pretty good. This is going to be the best show ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you this, Andy, and you got to know that, that that something. When when you ask Dustin Lynch to come over to do something, I mean, he brings the party. I know. I'm glad I asked him to come do this. We could have a concert. <laughs> oh, kiss my ass. We could have a concert right now. We is could. It, we could is have that a like fr- his whole band. No, it's his tour manager and I think some friends and he's and he's a beautiful girlfriend down there. The the only two girls in the whole room. Well, I guess Jason has has his friend too. So now there's three girls. I mean, this is just it's like being at a bar uh, in Morgantown, West Virginia at winter time before college starts. <laughs> well, they're they're all down there partying and we're up here working. Well, we had guidance. <laughs> we had Jason from Guidance Whiskey come over tonight and give everybody a tasting. Uh, which was really neat. I mean, it's it's that toast is 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 good toast. I mean, you can't really perform it in front of necessarily every type of person, but it it's a really gr- good. It's a great toast. Unfortunately, I have to tell him to remind me what it was because I forgot it already. <laughs> well, it's not it's not short. <laughs> it's not short, right? So, I mean, because I've tried to do it before, and it's like, uh, all right, up to it, down to it, circle a wagon. I'm. <laughs> Like Fords to it. I, I mean, there's just a lot. There's a lot to it. There's a lot to it. There was an F word in there somewhere. There is one, and that's when you really start picking up on the fact that this is a great toast. Yeah. Everybody, welcome to our third edition of the second season of How Valid Is the Validity. And me and Andy, working overtime, have finally got some camera angles correct, and now there's one uh, right in front of me. 
Because what I have found is from the side, you, your chin that hangs to here shows up. But from here, it's kind of not there so much. I'm glad you got that goiter cut off. I got that. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I tell you, goiters are gnarly. They're gnarly. Goiters are gnarly. It's real. I got to be honest with you. It's been a, it's been a interesting week. I, I have two great guests tonight that I don't even have to worry about trying to go through any kind of other stuff, right? That's the cool part about it. I don't have to talk about, you know, Joe Biden or the Republicans being stupid or Joe Manchin not voting Democrat, but five, we don't have to do that tonight because we all know eventually we're all going to get COVID and that's going to be how it is. I think that would, yeah, (laughs) COVID-19. Oh, yeah, I think I had that one. I will say this: there is a couple of parts of the, there is a couple of things that it, that I found to be interesting. Okay, and and th- this is this is one. O- Omar, uh, the the congressperson, uh, uh, Omar, uh, part of the squad, right? Part of the squad. The republic, the House Republicans uh, introduced a bill called the Omar Act, the Omar Act, to ban campaigns from paying candidates' spouses. That why I think this. You know what you know what this is about. You you probably yeah. don't. You probably. And one of the reasons why Andy doesn't have any stress in life is because he doesn't watch the news. And and I'm going to be honest with you. Take your vitamins, drink your whiskey, and 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 don't watch the news. You're you're going to live to about 120. I, I hope so. All I did was just delete my Facebook and everything for a little bit. So we'll see. I'll go back. Well, it doesn't even matter. I mean, it's not like you're on CNN or Fox every day, right? I mean... No, no. I mean, you if you don't if you don't watch the news, you don't even realize that half this is happening. It's because the stuff that you see is only happening to about 1% of the population. I mean, that's the real, that's the real problem. That's why it's funny sometimes when you're around your friends and you're like, I don't understand what's going on here because nothing bad is happening really to any of these people. They're just dealing with regular normal life crap, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Point being is that this is what, this is what Congress has time to do is we're going to introduce a bill that's basically going to say that because she gave $2.8 million dollars, uh, during her 2020 re-election uh, to her husband that owns a marketing firm, right? And so it's just this conniving, whatever, cheesy stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. Plus, they, they, they're going to go ahead and go forth with the Trump uh, impeachment, but, uh, but they don't think it's gonna, nothing's going to stick. And, of course, it's just a big, huge waste of tax dollars and essentially, essentially uh, COVID relief. So it's going to go towards probably either, I would say some of the wall is probably still getting built, but once that gets, I, I think there, what, what is this? Uh, there's a, a Biden's creating a super highway border to the, to the super highway to the border. So everything that Trump put money into, so our tax dollars can just do whatever, whatever these guys want to do, yeah, just do it. Just, just do it. You, you want to build a wall? Uh, take the money. You know, it'd be like me, Andy, uh, you know, that you worked under my administration and I gave you a budget and you were like, I'm going to build a Play-Doh wall today. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Keep out all the ants. The ants. <laughs> my favorite person in the whole world, uh, Gisleine Maxwell. And I, I, I hold. <laughs> it's never going to get old. It's really. Gisleine. It, and I looked, really? I looked at no, it, I looked at it today, and it's it's Giz Lane, no Giz Giz. The first part is the hardest part because okay, so it's G H I S. So that's this. Now I'm gonna Giz Lane, Giz Lane, Giz Lane. I mean, that's better than Giz Lane. Uh, not to me. Who gives a crap? She <laughs> apparently the Enquirer, which has broken some of the biggest story of all time. 
says that she's not going to make it. This is what I've been saying. I'm at the grocery store because Kroger's decides they're only going to open up two lanes. Have you ever been this way? Two lanes? You're going to open up two lanes and and some self-checkout when there's 15,000 people in the store. 15,000 and two lanes. So I was up there for a while. So I was like, I'm not going to, I don't want to use my phone. I want to, I want to go back to old school days when you had your checkbook out, you were getting ready and you saw the national Enquirer. This is what's funny. This is why, this is why I bought this. And by the way, national Enquirer is now six, six dollars, six bucks for this, for this wonderful piece of <laughs> literature amazing. literature i might give this to my kids one day huh <laughs> i might keep this <laughs> and give it to my kids give it to my kids um but it basically says that she's gonna die behind uh bars and that th this is the same tactics they used with noriega when he was going to give up uh drug you know his drug running secrets back in the day but here's what's really funny she they're afraid of her giving up listen listen to this through the billionaire pervert uh, what's his name? Now I can't remember his name anymore. What, what was the old dude's name? Oh, uh, not Epstein. Uh, Epstein. 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 Yeah, Epstein. I'm, I'm old enough to be your Epstein. Henry Ep Jeff, no, Jeff Steen. Jeff <laughs> Henry Gislein all over your face. <laughs> through through the billionaire pervert Gislein, <clears throat> Gislein is linked to <laughs> uh, ex-president Bill Clinton, his wife Hillary. So both of those are involved somehow. Britain's Prince Andrew, which everybody knew. Here's what gets me. Supermodel Naomi Campbell, fallen movie mogul Harvey Weinstein. Everybody kind of knew what the hell that was about. But Michael Caine and Merper, uh, Rupert Murdoch and Elon Musk are all, they're all worried. Not that, Elon. Yeah. Which the other day, I mean, if you see some of the pictures of him now, mm. I mean, he looks like a white dude dressing up to be one of those uh, Chinese super singer stars. His pa face is all white, pasty. It's it's not good. He's a robot, and he's a robot. That's I think that's why. That's right. <laughs> um, and and one thing. Okay, one thing. And then we're gonna get Dustin and Ward up here because obviously they're way more entertaining than, than I am. But point being is here. I, I that my dad got a phone call, which most of you people are probably gonna get at some point because you know if you're doing contact tracing. If you're doing that kind of thing, then you're gonna you're getting these phone calls. And if you leave your phone on, you know, there's a setting on your phone that will allow you to let you know when people who have had COVID, uh, really have have, have you don't see you haven't seen that? No. Oh yeah. No. There's there's a section on your phone. There's a section on your phone that uh, that you go and you and you make you open it up and you it says, do you want to be notified when you've gotten close to somebody that's had COVID? Okay. You you haven't heard you haven't heard of this no no oh no. so my dad got this phone call this phone call this is an important have been recognized as someone who has been in direct contact with a person or persons who have COVID nineteen coronavirus you are required to remain where you are and self quarantine for fourteen days and possibly more due to your small wiener tiny wieners have will in more quarantine days. Wiener size like yours could triple your time. Please be advised that you have a tiny weenie. What do you think of that? <laughs> huh? My dad got that phone call. And I just want you to understand something. I just want you to understand something. Um, weavers may be known for a lot of things uh, in this world. Politics, uh, music. Weenie size will never be one of them, Andy. Will never be one of them. That will never be a problem. 
that the weavers uh, in my family have any fake news. <laughs> Here you go. Anthony Weiner. <laughs> Where's the blood light? It's missing. What a mess. Go back to the main there. Here yeah, we go. Yeah. Andy gave me buttons. <laughs> you gave yourself buttons. I did. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I was like looking over at that thing and I'm like, why is the Bud Light commercial already coming up? <laughs> I don't know how to use stuff. I don't know how to. I don't. I, I, I'm like, I, I was talking to Jeff Ruby the other day. The guy can't even use a mouse. Can't even freaking use a mouse. It doesn't matter. Are you're, we a little, you're a little past mouse. Uh, yeah, just barely. You're above mouse. Yeah. All right. Well, can you can you do me a favor? I, I have a little bit of an issue with the sliding thing is what my problem is. Can you play the uh, the long commercial out so we can get those boys up here? <laughs> That's what I was trying to do. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Dustin Lynch and Ward Gunther uh, will be back with us. It's going to be a great night, everybody. Welcome to How Valid is the Validity. We'll be right back. Whether watching or listening, this is How Valid is the Validity. Sponsors of How Valid is the Validity. Odyssey Amplifiers. Feel it. Hertz. Marine and car audio. Hear what you've been missing. Verdoliac Law Group. Let us help you. Aurora Nutriscience. True Liposymol Supplements. Guidance Whiskey. Look for guidance. Cartronics. Customize your ride. Sony Mobile. Car Audio 2.0. Modern Media Geeks. Be found, be relevant, be on point. Chris Weaver Band Live and Streaming Entertainment. How Valid is the Validity? Wednesday nights, 7 Central, 8 Eastern. What's up, boys? What's happening? Uh, buddy, not much. buddy, how many hours have we spent in this room? Doing things other than this. I, I, yeah, well, there was a band here practice. once. Remember? Yeah, band practice. I was going to go, such ad. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Gear swaps. Um, Band practice. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, Spell but my you, name you, right. you haven't been here. Look, country music muse under Dustin's name. <laughs> Can you bring that up again? Can you bring that up again? Yeah. Wait, do you have the, there it is. <laughs> yes. Country oh, wow. music oh, yeah. muse. Just me, me, Dustin, and the Beatles. You know. They're the cream of of our two. This is this is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh okay. So we've been playing the Beatles together for almost two decades. Yeah, uh, I read something today. It was um, somebody asking tw the Twitter verse, like, is this is is are the Beatles playing at some place in the world at all times? I'd say so. A hundred thousand percent. Oh, like, for who sure. would even float that question out there? I know, the I've Beatles never, are yeah. on the radio at some or someone right now. Yeah, coming. Yeah, that's interesting. I've never thought about that. I the airwaves they probably have never have not left the airwaves since they started. No. You would think there's no chance. Which is it's incredible to think about. Um, have, did you guys see that movie? Neither has Shania Twain. Oh come on. Oh God, man! I feel like a woman that has never stopped playing. Thank you. There it is. Come that, on, girls. Maybe that one song, but I mean, you that's know, Shania Twain. Well, touche. You know, touche. You got me on that one. You got me on that. I, this show's over. I quit. 
<laughs> Sorry. I, I, and yeah. again. Here we go. Here we're going. Chris, we're Chris Weaver, country music muse um, himself. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We I, everything but country music, talking. actually. That's uh, that's what mine should say. Uh, you know, the thing about it is, what's really funny is I never honestly thought that I would get you guys at the same time. So this is almost like one of those things where you find yourself in a, I don't know, I don't want to say three-way, but just something really cool like, like that. Like a DC. Dreams come true. Dreams come true. I, was, I just can't <laughs> believe it that both this of you is, are here at the same time. Well, and and I, I, I hope our story unfolds of why this is special to us, because yeah. it is. It's very rare. Occur, it used to be an every night occurrence mm. um, years ago, but now it's become, a unfortunately, a very rare occurrence. Yeah. But uh, thankfully, I think, because of the situation with the world, we were able to all be in one place at one time. It's pretty so cool. That's, that's pretty cool. Also yeah. a testament to set your dreams low. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's, let's, let's dive into the early time here a little bit just to get an idea. So I, I will start with this. Me and Ward came here at the same time. We're a little older than you, right? Um, you're, I just, you're a little older than us. What? I, no, that's not true. How old I, are you I, now? I apologize. Uh, 43. Oh, all right. We're uh, <laughs> close. It's funny though. You're 38. We're all close now I'm 39. Yeah, 39. But uh, my nah, point, nah, my, nah. my point being, okay, Shania. My point being is, I remember I was I was waiting tables or or G, managing yep. long shots. We had already been playing every place that sold chicken in Nashville at that point. <laughs> no, no, and I'm not kidding you, Dustin. If it sold chicken, we played it. We played it. It, it's it, so I'm not great. It's unbelievable. This so, was before hot chicken was a thing. Well, at oh least yeah, worldwide. Yeah, worldwide. Absolutely. Can we get into hot chicken later? Yeah, I don't. Let's give get it, there. Okay. We can get anything you want to. I don't care. But I I've mean, got a good story about hot chicken. I mean, you're you you just all I remember is Ian saying, "Yeah, we got this guy Dustin's, uh, you know, his, his music and stuff. He wants to play here at Long Shots. Oh yeah. wow, then, that's awesome. Right. And that's how I that's how I met yep. Dustin was through Ian. Yep. And and uh and 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 they was like, Yeah, he, he goes to college over here, whatever. And and he plays the first time. And I had I uh I've never seen uh, women so hot in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most be- a matter of fact, matter of fact, there was one and I I don't mean to get there so quickly, but I that's what happened when I saw her. So it was just it was one of those things where this brunette that used to it it was I don't think you, maybe you knew her, but you didn't know. I don't know, but she kind of had her own thing going, but she walked in and with a crew every time. And it was just like, I don't care. I didn't care if you sounded like two dead cats that first time. When she walked in, I was like, Dustin's bringing the crowd. And Ian looked at me and he goes, this guy can play any night of the week. <laughs> Monday night, Tuesday I night. I remember who you're talking about. Uh, you can't, that's too far back. Yeah, uh, no. That's, that's tw- 10, 12 years ago now. But what was beautiful about those days was I was still in college, right? So yeah. Um, it was easy to get a crew out. I mean, I started playing on Mondays and mm-hmm. these random days of the week, college kids, man, doesn't matter. Right. Thursday's the big night. So, um, down on the Mummerian street, you know, if you, if you could have 10 people show up on a Tuesday and hammer oh, you down, had, you had a or Wednesday or whatever. And then you move it to the weekends, of course, ball games happen and, um, the rest is history. But yeah, being in college really helped me out because we had that reach, you know, I could really kind of ask all the kids in the class, like, what are y'all doing tonight? And where'd you go to school? Lipscomb. So you ask all the kids at Lipscomb. <laughs> now, this is back in the day. I don't know what Lipscomb's like now. I, I feel like it's a way way more lenient. I mean, we had to literally sign out and lie yeah. lie that we were going home to see mom. That's the, that was sick. That's the key. It's like and they go party at Vanderbilt. I'd I mean, go back not in those go days. Watch literally. Dustin at long shots. It was like it was hard to get out. You know, tra- yeah. clo- closing bell. 
Well, that was that was after Longshot. So Longshot was there probably three years. I th- I'd say we were there about three years. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You were. I don't remember where you were playing, but I don't think we ever. At, see, that's what I'm saying. At that point in time, we were still playing at Otters, and I was still coming to watch you guys on a fake ID. Yeah. <laughs> that's what. That's what. That's what that. Do you? Do you? Did you ever come over to McDougal's ever over yeah, there? Yeah, I did. At that yeah. point, man, that was for me and War. As far as I'm concerned, when we that we had a band called Donkey Punch, which <laughs> I want. I want Ward to. Your kids are not watching this. Okay? No. This, My mom is. I'm going to go ahead and put that out okay, there. Okay, well, mom is watching. Right, but she'd have to look that up, and <laughs> she'd have to know that that's something bad anyway. Sure. Go for it, Mom. Right. Look it up. <laughs> that, that tickles me. I don't even remember what it was. What do you mean? That got us in trouble? or? No, I don't remember. I what thought you were going where the band name came from. I don't know. Oh, right. So the, we went into that. So, that we, you know, me and Ward, the, the thing about, the cool thing about watching the, the dichotomy between you guys, especially... Is that we played everywhere, and it was it was a lot of covers. You know that was sure. my thing, and I, you know, and and I just remember one thing about you was that it was like you were very much in in the original music, and yeah. And what, what year did you get signed to Broken Bow? I think, um, well, I started at Big Machine, believe it or not. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, but I think I ended up at Broken Bow in ten, two thousand ten, maybe. Golly, holy shit! It's I crazy, man. I remember ago. driving like to Knoxville. In Dustin's excursion, yeah, it was like the big one. Excursion, XL. we called it Big Brown, <laughs> and it's that's not the it's not the best touring vehicle because it's um, but it was better than the than the rigid, uh, you know. Please don't 15, do that. Your 15, mom's your mom's watching. Fifteen passengers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was the rigid. The you know because we back in those days we were going from UT Knoxville to Georgia to Mississippi State or whatever in one weekend and not sleeping, like no hotels. Sleep, sleep, right. Oh, so you need rotate, wasn't a thing, drive yeah. during the night, you know. Yeah. So the excursion, you had uh, the two captains' chairs behind the the front two, so four guys, well, three guys could sleep. One guy was driving, and you had a bench in the back. It worked out good for us. Well, how, what I was getting at is like the the length of time we've known each other, been doing stuff like that. It wasn't we we didn't do this long, but kind of open up Tin Roof in Knoxville. Yeah, yeah. Right over there with Dustin, play a couple tunes, just like this. Hey, cool bar. Can I stop you there? When's the last time you were at Tin Roof in Knoxville? I mean, it's closed for years. Oh, it's not opening. Oh no, yeah. it's been closed for years. Oh, there you go. So yeah. we, we open it up. Say, that could be a great down. field trip for us. Well, but. I mean, well, the, the, the whole thing is they they that area got so bad they shut the whole thing down. They're trying to figure out what else to do with it now. Got it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, you know, but they didn't do bad there. I mean, for for as long as they were there, they should have shut down probably three years before they did. Well, so Tin Roof would. As a reference point to anybody listening. When we were riding over there, I remember you specifically, you were like, dude, you have to listen to this Eric Church EP. And I was like, what is it? And it was Carolina. Yeah. And that was my first introduction to Eric Church. So as what he is to the scene and to everybody now, yeah. as ubiquitous as he is back then, we known each other so long. I was like, oh, cool. New artist. Eric Church. So when Eric Church was a discovery level <laughs> artist, he and I were running the road. Yeah. Well, think about this. I mean, didn't Whiskey Jam just have its 10-year reunion, right? Mm-hmm. Your 10-year anniversary. Yeah. I mean, think about that. I mean, you know. Yeah. We all, and that's the thing about life, right? Everybody's just kind of, everybody's doing their thing. You don't, you you just see them when you see them, but there's all kinds of shit going on in the background. And then you come together and you're like, God, 10 years has gone by and you're here and you're there. And yeah, I'm, like your I'm, house here, I, you've done so many nice upgrades yeah. to the. Well, see, I was planning on COVID happening. <laughs> 
So this this is <laughs> I I knew eventually if I fucking threw enough shit at the wall that a, a <laughs> pandemic would come along and allow me to use this place for what it was really meant to be. He's always been a doomsday, <laughs> you know. And here we go, it's paying off for the guy. He's invested wisely. I got six thousand rolls of toilet paper in the crawl space. <laughs> Magic? You think I'm joking? You're the guy everybody oh. in Davidson County hates. <laughs> what was, I mean, what is that? Why toilet paper? Why gas? I mean, when, when there wasn't a pandemic, Nashville ran out of gas a few years ago. You guys have a bidet? Well, listen, we're talking about serious no, things No, toilet here. paper is a one-time, or toilet paper is a long-term expense, bidet is a one-time. <laughs> okay, so, all right. You still have to dry, though. Yeah, you still have to freaking dry. It's interesting. The last podcast I did, we talked about how how we wipe. It's it's interesting how podcasts <laughs> always turn into the okay, number two talk. All right, I don't let's wanna, move on. Okay, oh, yeah. let's move on. And he's hey, really you'll pissed. Never, you'll he's never pissed. Be- he's pissed. <laughs> Look at him. I mean, you know, you you never play the big rooms if you go blue, man. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it G rated, PG. Okay. That being said, so let's go back to the beginning stuff here. I just want to know. I remember me and Ward came down and we were listening to you. You were opening for when CRS was actually something fun. Uh, when you could go downtown and sure. Bridge Bar and you did all that oh, stuff. Oh man, remember that we went. Me and oh, you this went. This is awesome. I love when people remind me of my own memories. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, let me just tell you, we were there. Yes, Jason, the guy that does something about a big wheel, big uh, pump. Jason Aldean. Yeah, Jason Aldean. Right. Hey, listen, if I don't know you, I probably don't know. I probably don't know you. I'm trying. Uh, to, what is big wheel? <laughs> big green tractor. No, the pumped up Bronco thing. <laughs> what? Wow. What? The propped up Bronco, whatever the hell that was. Sure. Oh, his biggest hit. <laughs> so, so you were. Isn't that beautiful? It is. So he was playing to you were show. You we're just, for sure sending him this this clip. Did <laughs> <laughs> a little humbling experience. Pumped up Bronco. Um, is there, it's in the notes. Which country produces the most? Go <laughs> <laughs> on, keep it coming, keep it coming. All right, so, we're a bridge bar uh, or that, something. I, I tell you, I should have ate more than the shrimp fried rice, Parker. I should have ate more than <laughs> the shrimp fried. Rice. We've not even started <laughs> drinking yet. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, I've been nervous. This is okay. It's very nervous. Anyway, we went down to hear uh, Craig Morgan, and it was him, and and that's why I thought you were just a, I don't know what was going on, but you you were like one of the first acts. Yeah, oh yeah. For we sure. went down to see you, and then Jason Aldean was like the next thing. Yep. And then Craig, Craig Morgan, Morgan was already there. Yep. And and we were at that point in time, we were like, what is this guy? You know, who is this guy? And then Craig Morgan, we were going down to see you yeah. in one of the rooms or whatever. Um, oh and, wow! Yeah, do you man? You CRS, don't do that. CRS back in the day. What a thing! It's right? Like, hey, let's go see these people in this legitimate stage. And like, and let's go check out Dustin. He's got a, a hotel room. Where he's playing in. No, right no, now. no, yeah. no, no. Back up no, for a second. For real. But it was totally. That's legit. Like a. No, I think he was on. If you go, if you walk into the the, um, if you walk into the the what's the hell that everybody went Renaissance Renaissance. You went up the first escalator and there was a big room and he played in front of Jason Aldean. Right, because it was kind of almost systematic, right? It was. What's awesome is I don't remember this. <laughs> I don't care. And you this do. Is I do. No, I mean, I'm sure it happened. It's just, you know. Well, that makes me feel like it didn't matter, you know. Well, it, no, definitely, it definitely like, did. It definitely <laughs> happened and mattered. I just straight up. You and I we, went, went dude, to see Jason Dude, we've done so many CRSs. I can't, I can't I, you know. I know, but that was like your first one. That was Big your time. First, yeah. Oh, no, for sure. That's so cool. It's funny. I was just, uh, I just did, you know, CRS is happening again this year. It's virtually. However, you can do that. Yeah. As a new artist, I can't imagine 
um, working your whole life to, to release your first song, you know, to such a big platform and having to do it via zoom, but it's the day and age we're in. But, um, I was just talking, they asked me to do a, a bit of a welcome to CRS presentation. Here's what I love about it. And my memory that I said, here's what I love about it. Here's my favorite moment of CRS was Renaissance, the bridge bar, those first years of, holy crap, how am I here? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, it, it's and on John Rich. It, yeah. And that's whoever at the bar, um, these people that you've idolized and, and wanted to be like, and now they're just ordering a beer next to you. Uh, it's a so very cool. cool experience. And um, it'll come back, you know. It's one of the, the, the greatest weeks in Nashville, in my opinion. Um, CMA Fest is great. CRS is also way up there for me. So do you think that because there are so many venues now, especially where, where the bridge bar, there was a couple of places, you know, you went to the bridge bar, you went to Midtown, obviously, yeah. even, even back then <clears throat> when losers was just losers. And maybe there was one other place on second Avenue, but that was it. I mean, bridge bar was the beginning and usually the middle. And then Ooh. the end nights you went, you know, you went to otters and unlocked the door and then fried chicken. <laughs> what was, what's the best? This just brings up a cool moment for me because I think about going to the bridge bar and being like, oh, I'll have a Bud Light. It's on John Rich. You know, and you, like, <laughs> you snuck in the part. You feel like you're getting away with a, a crime, man. It's like, I just, I got on a tab. So what's the coolest party you ever snuck into that nobody was oh. like, hey, sir, you got to get out of here. It's like, oh, I'm just, no, I'm here with uh, John Rich. Now, wow, that's yeah, an awesome question. That, is, a, that is one of the best questions I've ever heard. In my it, it really like it centers on these bigger events where you like so many people around. I remember going to the ACMs. I was I was selling merchandise for Billy Currington, and we were at the ACMs in Vegas. And I'm up in some sweet party after the awards, and it's <laughs> it's a big. It was early big machine, and I was like, I didn't know Scott Bruschetta. I just knew it was his party, and I'm in this kind of little middle hallway, and I turn around, and there's Reba McIntyre, and somebody's like, um, "Hi, this is uh." Oh, how did it go? I was like, I- I'm Ward. She goes, I'm Reba. And I said, I know. You know, it's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm well aware. <laughs> yeah. But these moments, and you're like, I gotta, I better get the hell out of here before somebody figures out I'm not supposed to be here. I've got one what just, to, yeah. just to tie into CRS. The one I'm going to tell you guys is after this ends um, because it is epic and I don't want my mom to hear about it. Um, <laughs> uh, let me, can we get her out, Andy? Andy, can we just can we find his mom <laughs> and delete block her from the Facebook? Account? Yeah, I don't know. No, the one the one that, I love that ties into CRS was uh, not long ago, honestly. And I came out of doing whatever I was doing that night, and um, Hot Country Nights was playing. Oh, nice! Um, at his own bar at at Whiskey Row down there on Broadway, and we came out out of there. It was the end of CRS, you know, awesome week, successful, whatever I was promoting, and there's this crowd in front of Layla's. Um, bar down there that's on Broadway. Yes, I remember this one. And I'm like, man, what are all these people watching? And I walk up, and freaking Garth Brooks is on stage. And this bar's, you know, 12 feet wide. So I'm like, oh, we're getting in. And try to sneak in, tell them who I am at the front door. Sorry, can't come in. <laughs> Not on the list, right? I'm like, all good. I'm going to go around back. Ran, <laughs> literally ran. <laughs> Ran with my manager back to the back door. Sorry, can't get on, not on the list. And I was like, holy crap, we've got to figure out how to get in. Ran back to the front. Santa Claus at my, at this point, I, through the chimney. At this point, I hadn't been like, hey, <laughs> this is my hero. Please let me in. And uh, anyways, I sweet talked the bouncer into letting us in there and got to watch freaking Garth Brooks from me to you. Sing all the hits. Where was this at? Um, Layla's at, at on Layla's. Broadway. Holy shit. First yeah. time he had ever played on a, in a Broadway bar. 
um, and played full band, just total, just Garth Brooks sent the whole night, the whole time, right? Requests, whatever. And uh, that that's probably one of the coolest, just because he's my musical, sure, one of my sure. musical heroes. I remember that. that. I, snu- I mean, I snuck into I wasn't supposed to be there. It wasn't a sneak, um, but wasn't I think on John Party was in. playing at Whiskey Row that night, too. And I went down there because we worked with them and uh, checked on it. And I was like, something's going on in the street. I don't know. I got to go home. And then you see this stuff the next morning. It's like Garth Brooks played a show. Cure of cures all night long. So yeah. Was- so let me ask you this: if, if how many times since have you actually now had a relationship with Garth Brooks? Right? A handful. We've I've actually got to open for Garth twice. Dang! What both is- times? The first time I forgot to tell my parents I was doing it because it was a surprise show. You could we couldn't promote it or <laughs> so to you. Um, <laughs> he was like surprise. You're opening for Garth. No, like, oh, so shit. like we couldn't. The, the whole the whole deal was you can't say anything to anybody that you're going to be at this show. Man, that's wild. So we just had a role. It was in Philly. We just had a role into Philly, and um, that's tough, right? Because you know your fans are going to find out, and um, not being able to say, "Hey guys, I'm literally getting to open for one of my heroes tonight," is you know. But you just jump on stage. The crowd's obviously surprised when you jump on stage, and um. But then, so I forgot to tell my parents I was doing it oh just because I had in my head. I can't tell anybody the second time I knew it was coming. I knew I'd messed up the first time. And uh, my grandparents happened to be coming up for Christmas and uh, we opened for him here in Nashville at Bridgestone and in typical Garth form. The reason we got to open again for him is whatever show, probably the ninth show of in Philadelphia in a row or whatever, didn't sell out. So he said, dude, <laughs> I owe you another show. We didn't sell this one out. Where do you want to play? Oh my God. Right. I said, Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> it's, he owned up to it. So we got to open for him in Nashville, and my grandparents got to come sit Dang. in the box. Uh, it was just an amazing night. Great guy. Love him. What? It's, Great it's, human. It's incredible to me what he does for the the up-and-comers. Yeah, man. You know, seriously, like, you can uh, – whatever. It's, it's Let me in, ask you this. If you've met him before. I know. I you've have, never met my, Garth? No, my, my favorite – I mean, my, my Garth experience is one of those, like, I was – talking on the phone outside of a venue and he comes walking by, he was going to see uh, Trisha Yearwood at soundstage <laughs> in Chicago. And I was working with Billy Currington. They were doing like a soundstage event with Trisha. And I was talking with a uh, friend on the phone and I was like, blah, 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 like, like, and just hung up. I was like, <laughs> and I walk in behind him and he stands in the wings and is watching Trisha and is completely like, nobody sees him. And I'm standing right behind him just going like, just staring. I wanted to go, <laughs> you know, but it was it was a, a big moment for me. Like this is one of the most famous guys in the world. Yeah, and he's just kind of chilling, cruising. Um, Would you say he's probably right up there with never? I would think at some point during the day he's being played right along with Shania Twain. Yeah, and he's up there with like how many Maybe people so. have sang the freaking at the at the inauguration? You know, fair enough. How, many, sure. people, how many people sang a song at the inaugurations? I mean, there's there, only been four or six of them. We we. Andy and I met him I, my, the second time I actually met him, but the, the the first time, two times I met him, but the second time <laughs> I actually got to talk to him is what I meant to say. What I'm trying to. That's Parker, okay. I, Parker, I swear to God, if you don't hot, cut that hair, I swear. I, I, <laughs> but I, to get to know him, he is a different person. I mean, it's, it's a different breed of person to actually talk to. He remembers everybody's name. Yeah. So once you tell him, once you tell him who your name, what your name is, and then he comes back around the room and he's still talking to you. And if he decides to, you know, or if you decide to talk to him or whatever, get in a conversation, he's he remembers your name. I don't 
I don't know the last time I could remember sometimes my own name, let yeah. alone when you meet right. a whole room. And you know how that is, too. Yeah, there's an art to it, for sure. That's been the big, that was the, like, we were on the road with Billy, and I told him that story. I was like, dude, he came out to see uh, Trisha, and he was like, yeah, man, he came up, and he was like, Billy Currington, he knew stuff about him, and it impressed Billy. And Billy's a hard guy to, like, get to. Um, and he was like, man, that's a that's a big deal when, like, he remembers me. So I'm, I'm going to ask this from both of you right now. Of all. Because you guys meet so many people in your life, what have you decided to do to try to retain information based on the situation? How how have you decided uh, to try to remember people that you feel like you probably, you know, or when you when you just meet them, what is yeah. what is the process to try to remember that person again? Is it facial? Is it do is you it have a process? Instagram? Instagram would be like, hey, hold on a second. And go run away and I'm like, what are they doing? Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, but that's the thing. No, for me, it's it's just location, you know? It's And so I I fall, I, I dive into the flames whenever locations all come to one one place, you know, whether it be, you know, if, let's talk let's talk music industry. If, if all of these, I have them logged in my head as so-and-so from North Dakota, so-and-so from Vancouver, so-and-so. Now all of a sudden everybody's in Las Vegas together. And you go, that's the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, because it's, it's lauding your brain as this is who this is when I'm here. Dude, I we, mean, whiskey we, jam's you, the same way. You've played hundreds, if not thousands, of shows in hundreds, if not thousands of locations. We've had uh, thousands of events in, no, we've had hundreds of events with thousands of bands in one location. You, on the other hand, have traveled. Yeah. What we we're talking about earlier, like you magically wake up in a new city on a, in a different climate, yeah. in a different time zone, multiple days of the last decade, and you meet, you play for thousands of people, no question, hundreds of thousands of people. That's a different level of like, yeah, I don't know. And that's that's what makes it so important for a guy like Garth, where it's like, dude, he's, multiply that to into the millions or whatever. Mm-hmm. When you know that a person who's seen a significant pop, poor, like percentage of the world's population can go, Dustin, <laughs> the, the guy with, uh, he's from Tullahoma. It's like... <laughs> How did you do that? Yeah, he's evil. He's he's evil. <laughs> I, I honestly believe he's he's more of the saint inside. He knows than the he is GPS the, coordinates the good, of the yeah. crossroads. So that that being said, and it, this is what's really cool about things opening up over the last ten years, twelve years, whatever the case may be. How you you have gone? We all come here, and me included. You know, wanting to be an artist, to to yeah. sing and play whatever, and and everybody goes their own path and does their own thing. What's cool to me, as far as this room is concerned, and and really what's left of people that we knew when we moved here, you know, that we're all trying to do the same thing. At the turn of the century. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Is that, you know, you've really gone this next level of the successful artist. You have taken this whole other entity and business platform into a whole other realm that not even I even understand sometimes when it, when it comes. Right. So, and, and I am, it's like third rock from the sun, I think is what they call it. it, it you know, I'm just kind of out here. I'm just going wherever the wind takes me essentially, but it's really kind of neat that we're still around. Yeah. Because you know, that was a big thing. Um, that's a big thing about Nashville. No matter what year you move here is, is this fact of how long are you going to be able to stay? Mm-hmm. And are you leaving when you leave, if you leave, do you leave because you wanted to or because you had to? Yeah. 
or because so, you didn't know how to do photography and videography. Well, see, that's the clue. That's the key here. If you can't figure anything out, just there's a, an open door. That's, I, I, I want to, let me just tell you this. His name is Parker. If that doesn't tell you anything, everybody, <laughs> that, that's going to start the process. Look at, look at his hair, though. There's no gray in it. There's no gray in it. I color my hair. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I shaved my chest hair because now it's all gray. Are you getting this? Where, I, Parker, where are you from? Where? Maine. 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 Have you ever played a show in Maine? It's my Maine, I Maine. I have, I have. Yeah, Maine's awesome. Um, beautiful. I try to eat a lobster every time I'm there. <laughs> yeah. All right. I want to go up to Maine and just be a pirate. <laughs> um, Would you say that he is your main man? <laughs> I, he could be. I, I mean, I don't, I, you know, we just met, but he could be a great tour guide for all we know. No, there's nothing good about him except for what he's doing right now. <laughs> I, I, let me just tell you this. This is it. This is it. This is the only thing he's good at. About what? <laughs> okay. I gave him a I, I, I gave him a quarter stick of dynamite that I got from a <laughs> I gave him a quarter. I will drink to that. <laughs> I gave him a quarter stick of dynamite. Cheers. I gave him a quarter stick of dynamite that I got at a a Fourth of July party at at, at uh, somebody's house Acme. and i brought it back and it was just you know why it was cool because it had like the 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 barbershop type uh, thing around it it was white with the barbershop thing you know whatever that thing is ring yeah no the the colors the color you know oh, the wheel on the wheel yeah, yeah. whatever and it had a big big huge clown looking you know thing that you light i didn't think he'd light it i didn't think he'd light it in the backyard of a neighborhood <laughs> he, he lights this thing and i'm not kidding you i walk outside andrea's coming to say something to me on the stairs Sets off. I pooped. <laughs> Literally, just I just shit my pants right there. It was a dud deal. I go down. Andrea's looking at me. I, I'm like trying to figure out where, which gun I'm gonna get because I yeah. have them all over the house. And remember that. Yeah, but it, I have my, it, yeah, yeah. I have them all over the house. I have all over the house. So I'm like, I'm gonna get a gun. And, I, and so as I'm doing this, I'm trying to think of where I heard it coming from in this side. And I'm like, oh no. No, he he did it. He detonated. He detonated a quarter stick of dynamite in the backyard of a freaking neighborhood in Bradford Hills. So basically, two people died from heart attacks. For and sure. The, and the other people came around and almost called the police. So what's really crazy about that is, literally less than forty eight hours, the bombing in Nashville happened. Oh, I was about to say. Oh, oh wow. yeah. So everybody that didn't die that was older oh, in this neighborhood yeah. is dead now. So for sure, <laughs> for sure, you've been looked into. <laughs> Over and over You're again. You're damn right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no doubt, doubt about, about it. it. Yeah. Oh, um, hey, you owe me boom. a coat. No, I just realized something you just said. You kind of brushed over it, but you have so many guns in your house. Whenever something happens and you need a gun, instead of going to get the gun, yeah. You can't figure out which gun to get, so you're you screw yourself. I'm screwed by having too many yeah. options. That's interesting. Okay. I've never and thought this, about that. This yeah. is a fantastic point. That's Dustin, exactly right. Dustin's going to back me up here because he's been to way more cities than we've ever thought of going to in our lives. When you go out of town on tour, radio, otherwise, whatever, and you have the option of like, okay, here we are today in Kansas City. Here we are in Philadelphia. Here we are in Seattle, Miami, whatever. I got one place to eat lunch. Mm. Oh. It's the worst. You end up for freaking yeah. Subway instead of like <laughs> yeah. the best Cuban sandwich sure. in, in Florida. You have, okay, here we go. There's too many options. Here we go. Here we go. This too many is, guns. Hey, yeah. right now we're going to go do a segment called Around the Horn. 
around the <laughs> You have three seconds. Three seconds. I'm going to come to you, and I'm going to say you got to think of the f- the first restaurant that wherever in the, in the country the first restaurant <laughs> the first restaurant that you want to eat at whenever you think about going on the road. Ready? You have three seconds. One, two, three, and then I'm going to go Dustin, and then you have to go Ward, and here you go. Wait, wait. Ready? Whenever we go on the road? Yeah. So I don't care what city it is. The, when the top of mind. Okay. So when I say. The one place when you think about going to on the road, you're like, oh, God, I wish this place was there. Yeah. Whatever the case is, best place you ever ate in the country. Oh, my gosh. Hold, I mean, three seconds, that's Buddy, tough. That's okay, hard. okay. It's hard. That's why I'm talking. That's why I'm talking. That's why I'm talking. Huh? Uh, McDonald's, Knowlesville Road. Knowlesville <laughs> <laughs> Road, don't think, Gary. Know thyself. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm going to be very bougie. This would not be anywhere I'm ever on the road, but Flagstaff House, Boulder, Colorado. Ah. <sighs> Okay, so say that again. Now. Say that again, and why? Flagstaff House, Boulder, Colorado. Um, I ended up there randomly um, after a hike with my girlfriend Kelly. We uh, we were like, let's go to Boulder. Why not? And um, <laughs> hey, baby, let's go to Boulder. You just yeah, you just what is that song? Hey, hey baby, let's go to Boulder. Or um, the Chainsmokers thing. Um, yeah. And so we type in we type in restaurants, and it's like that looks awesome. It had a great view. Um, we're in hiking clothes. We walk in and everybody's black tied out, right? Looking at us like, who are these buffoons? And, uh, we, anyway, they, some kind of way, they weren't sure they were going to let us in for about five minutes. And then it was kind of a slow night. So they like kind of shoved us in the corner. And, um, yeah, anyways, I went through the that would be one of my favorite restaurants I've ever been to. So, and so, okay. My beautiful view on top of the mountain. Overlooking but food Boulder. wise, what food are we wise, talking about? Like Michelin star, literally Michelin star. Oh, restaurant. Yeah. Okay. And you ate it in Lulu. I ate it. Yeah, I ate it covered in dirt and <laughs> red marks from my backpack from hiking all day. That's the best. Yeah, it was awesome. All right, Ward, what do you got? Uh, I'll go with Milford's Fish House in Spokane, Washington. That was one of my favorite parts. God, of, everything's out west. Well, for me, well, like the the radio tour um, I went on with David Nail was probably the coolest because we it was travel, play the radio station at lunch, go to the hotel. Take them to dinner, wine them, dine them, go to the next place. Mm. I didn't <laughs> but, eat. I didn't eat a steak for I think three years dude, after radio tour. Bruce oh, Chris, yeah. you're like, do you have any tuna? You know, it's like you get tired <laughs> of the fillet. You get in there, you're like, oh, the twenty six thousand. Give me the old ninety six or whatever. Yeah. And after four days of radio tour, you're like, I need in in olive oil. No, it's it, you never. It's so funny. Like you never think you'd order down, but. You do, and so I mean, but the, these places, the local houses, are what what got me. And it was Milford's Fish House, mm. Spokane, pan fried oysters. I mean, I don't think about these things. I go back and look at the pictures in my Dropbox for my BlackBerry. Yeah, I mean, and it's like the it, they closed. Yeah. They closed because so of they were great. I bet his place is still open. They made, Way to go! They made it five <laughs> Way well, to go! I mean, last year, <laughs> who knows? I mean, I don't play your play your violin. And seriously though, like it sucks. Like they closed because of COVID. Really, Andy. Yeah, your turn. You've eaten some crazy shit all over across this country for your entire (laughs) life. What 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 place have we gone to? Not not in the United States. What place have we gone to that you you that you? I feel like you could answer this. I I already know. In my mind, Vegas, man, Vegas. Well, yeah, Batistas. 
Oh, what is God. that? Batista's. This is beautiful. Yeah. What a beautiful moment. Batista's this couple that thinks they know each other. <laughs> I don't know him. Yeah, I barely. I mean, Batista's I, hole in the wall for sure. Yeah. Have you guys know? Is, oh, Possibly. It's hole in, in Vegas. Hole in the wall takes on a different <laughs> meaning in Vegas. It's right next to the Bellagio, like right across the street in this bar. Give me what top. Is it Bellagio, right? Well, <laughs> uh, no, it's it's like on uh, it's like Flamingo and uh, Las Vegas Boulevard by Bally's, right by Bally's. Bally's. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. And what do they By do? The, the stage door. It's Italian. It's Italian. Italian. Okay. Italian. But I mean, it's. I mean, it's. A lot it's, of good it's, memories. It's a lot of good memories. But yeah. and not only that, but and that's like the kind of place that we can go back to sure. every year or whatever. Because yeah. we, you know, we've been going there usually once a year in in the beginning of the year, and we that's always what, go there. And that was the thing. It was my birthday dinner. That's right. We went. We were in Vegas on my birthday. Four years in a row, was it? Four, maybe five years in a row. Wow, I don't know. One, one awesome. year. One year. I don't think we were there, and I don't think you even noticed. Yeah, maybe we still go to Batista's when it's my birthday. I gotta say, I gotta say, I think my favorite place uh, to eat uh, anywhere in this country uh, that I've been in would probably be in San Diego uh, at a at a place where you make your own steaks. Oh, yeah, it's right across from from Moonshine Flats. Uh, I remember that. Yes, the it's butcher right, shop. In, in, in the, no, it's in the gas lamp gas lamp district. Oh, nice in in San Diego, and basically. <clears throat> you you order whatever it is you're gonna eat, and it's like these beautiful steaks or whatever. But you go cook it <laughs> yourself. Go, hey, you mess it up. You mess what it a, up. What a concept. <laughs> what a concept. I hate but that. I I love it because I'm over there <laughs> and I'm like cooking my bread and I'm talking to other people. I'm like, do you like your bread dark or do you like it like a little bit with the butter show? Meanwhile, me- <laughs> well, hey, they give it your, your forty dollar. So we got a Michelin, a Michelin star restaurant. Yeah. I cook my own food wherever <laughs> yeah, I go. Yeah, yeah dad, the this guy, dad. This guy's some hole in the wall in, in Vegas, and you, uh, that place is close. No wow, well, Chris, that was called the Gas Lamp Strip Club. Oh, my God, Remember, you're cause right. Because we were laughing because it's such a clever name. That's Look why I went that. into it the first time was wow, because I thought beauty, it was a strip yeah. club. Look at you guys. One's at the strip club, others got a <laughs> hole in the wall. <laughs> Dustin, <laughs> Dustin's mother's. All right. <laughs> Headphones off. It's a family show. <laughs> this is not a family show. Hey, I hole in the wall, not a hole in the stall. That. That's a difference. This, yeah, whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> my God. All right. So I, going back, going back to what I was asking before. Because, oh, please refresh. I uh, please, you. I'm not. What, because, yeah, what because, was that? Because it's a separation of church and state here. It's how I feel about it. I mean, you now are are putting on where acts come to you to want to play. I mean mm-hmm. that that I mean that's cool by itself. I mean that's just mind blowing. Then you got blessed. Dustin, who ten years ago would have been one of those guys here, but now he is where he's at. Was one of those guys. Here's a fun story. What? <laughs> right, but that's what I'm saying. But here, yeah. my point being is like. The, where, how the room divides over time, people, I, I will say this, the wow moments. That's one thing I, I read this. I was reading this book about uh, wow moments. Like you just don't appreciate the moment sometimes. Right. Well, I, I think at this point, at least for myself in the past couple of years, um, I've been able to step back and, and really appreciate what Ward's accomplished in Nashville, man. As Nashville's kind of taken off, you know, the whiskey jam is, is a household name that people, you know, bachelorette parties decide you know what we should probably go in on sunday night or monday morning because we want to go to whiskey jam plan you know? your, i mean plan your trip around it literally you have people planning their vacations all year long saving up their money all year long to afford plane tickets airbnb hotels whatever they want to do and then come and come to something this culture this this uh you know um 
gosh, I mean, literally you can see it in the stats breeding ground for the up and coming next, uh, <laughs> tastemakers, <laughs> tastemakers of the country music genre. Hold on. That's what they come for. This is <laughs> Am I, is that at, no, that's a no, tin roof. roof. Yeah. That was after a show. I was hey, like, hey, I need hey, to get, you know what? Dustin, Dustin, look, Dustin, look, that's awesome, dude. Dustin, look, look I, I'm sorry. Look, I canceled out. Look. Oh my. <laughs> I don't know what it is with that, that spot, but look at this. Look at this. Can we get it back on there? Look at that. Huh? That's, that's the word that I know. Huh? Good grief. Okay, match. Okay, so we can, I can break that one down by like facial hair, <laughs> uh, boots. <laughs> And merch. That's amazing. No, that was a, a picture of Dustin, like, where we'd, we just kind of started so naturally from the ground up, seriously, like, going around to our friends who, in May 6, 2014, hey, man, put on a t-shirt. Oh, my God. And and in come the Bachelorettes. Yeah, but, Fuck, I mean, come, but it's, it, but it's got it. I know, but it's more than that now. I mean, and you... I mean, what, what, and so here, one of the reasons why I wanted you on the show was to understand a little bit more about, about the, the radio thing, because the last thing I talked to you and Dustin was asking me tonight, what's, what's the last time you saw Ward? I was like, well, we try to talk about once a month, but you, you, before COVID had really kind of taken hold, you were like, there's something going on. I can't talk about it, but here it is. What, 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 what are, what is this thing? you know, that you're doing now with the radio show and what, what, what is it? I mean, is it up and is it for up and coming things is I just like and, to kind of get a little grasp on it. It's it takes a good overall look at it. Um, we've done a, we're in the process of constantly evangelizing about what we're doing because it's new. You know, it's not what you're used to as far as listening to uh, radio. It's not what you're used to as far as streaming. It's not what you're used to as far as podcasting. We get a lot of like, hey man, I love your podcast. And it's like, man, I totally get it. Nobody's wrong. We're just kind of it's it's going. No, that's not how you watch. It's not how you watch TV. You know, Netflix is a different thing. It's when that came out, like, man, you should check out this show. What channel is it on? You know, it is Apple Music Country is a new arm of a major, uh, I mean, just one of the biggest platforms in the universe as far as entertainment, uh, in, information, technology, everything you think of. And they've chosen to adopt Nashville and country music as a whole as one of their biggest, uh, I guess, Little mini platforms. Yeah. So, I I can't thank them enough for including us, including me in the equation here. I can't thank them enough for treating it as they have because it's like, okay, we didn't go in and seek out um, people that graduated at the top of their class in a top journalist school, or they didn't go in and poach people from uh, the the highest ranking radio stations around the country. It's like, we went into Nashville. We went to, we went into country music and identified people that were so passionate about it that we could have never put an ad on in the newspaper and said, Hey, if you like radio and supporting the community, whatever, it was just like, no, we, if, if you're reading this, you've been selected. And it was like, Holy crap. So this, it was really confusing for a long time, for months, if not over a year going like, what's going on? Like I'm, I'm incredibly honored. Like we're going to fly you out to L or to Culver city and, and see the headquarters. Like, Holy crap, this is a big deal. And I think everybody was learning as the pieces fell into place. And we still are to this day. I mean, I, I record pieces of my show probably two miles from right where we're sitting. And it's like, we're learning constantly how to make this work, how to educate people, how to, um, 
do our job best. And at the end of the day, service the music and the artists the best. Because it's a, like I was saying, it's a different platform. It's a different universe than when we started out what we're doing 15, 10 years ago. Yeah. So adapting to the way people consume, the way people uh, even like discover. And so that's that's kind of my, my part in the whole thing. What Whatever they found, however, however they were brought to me is because of us going, man, there's so much music in Nashville. There's so much fun to be had. There's so many people that are uh, cashing in their savings and um, and rolling the dice. Uh, we are kind of leaning on each other. You know, you lean up against me. And I well, lean up okay, you. so that, the- that, that's that. Why? I mean, that's perfect segue into this situation. Is at this point in time, in your case, so there's a platform, mm-hmm. and now you you're sitting here as an artist. Where, where times have changed and things are different. I mean, you're not making records anymore, I would imagine, right? I mean, it's not like at least oh. when you're... Th- well, that's not what I'm... I'm, I'm saying not 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 in the Constantly. way where, where, where you go put out a record and you're like, oh, this record this record is together and cohesive. It's singles oh. on a record, right? I mean, is that... Sure. Am I, I wrong know. Where are or you? no? Yeah, I think... You're I in think, a different uh, place than most people in... Well, that's my point. In, yeah, in no, it's, it's definitely evolved. You know, when we first started... Um, the technology wasn't even there. This is just 10 years, right? So even, I mean, what was streaming? We didn't even know what that was. We didn't even know what a track, we didn't even know what a track or a drum beat was right? in country music when I, when I first, you know, had my first success on radio. So it's evolved a lot. Um, and the way people have started consuming myself included started consuming music is a lot different than it used to be, you know? Um, and so you really do see Nashville now adopting a, a bit more, and the reason Nashville is adopting it is because our fan base has started uh, started adopting this way of consumption. They're they're consuming things so quickly, um, and they have access to blow them out of the water constantly. You know, and I say them, I mean songs. So if I put a song out um, next month, come June first, you know what? People want another song. You know, and and uh, traditional radio, in a sense, is a lot lot longer life cycle than that. Um, so this year, you know we're going to do is something we've completely different than we've ever done. I'm, I'm excited about it because I feel like creatively now for us as artists, we can, um, and I, and, and I'll get to this, but every time I go in to write a song, there's a chance it may come out in a couple months, you know, we're used to, That's Oh, right. I just put an album out. Why am I writing this year? Cause I, I'm not going to need <laughs> it for two, two years from now. But the, I think the reason consumption has become that way is because, Recording music, the technology to record music, I can go in, we can go in and write a song right now, right there on that chair, record it and put it out tonight, yeah. literally. The barrier to entry doesn't exist anymore. And so, I mean, if we catch a vibe and we write it, we feel something, we want to put something out, we can put it out right now. I mean, it'll be on YouTube later tonight. And so that's allowed us, you know, us as artists to, and songwriters to really just fast forward that creative process. And I think the gatekeepers are like, yeah, give it to me. Um you know, when we first started, there was gatekeepers of however many hands fulls of those people were now. And now the gatekeepers are your fans. They don't give a crap, dude. If you read it tonight, they want to hear it and they want to come sing it with you next weekend, you know? And so I guess, you know, people like Ward that have made this platform, I mean, to the point where this thing has gotten so big, it's two nights a week now, right? I mean, it's, you know, for somebody that's established, this, this is something that's interesting to me is how how much do you have hands in what's going on as opposed to just creating and letting people to deal to deal with that you, you know what i mean so can 
And are you able to just sit around with some friends right now at, the, at, at this point in your career and put that out on YouTube without letting somebody else see it first? Well, I'm, I'm blessed to have a team now. You know, I, I'm a bit handcuffed being I'm on, I have a record label and a, and a deal and obviously, um, you know, they don't have to approve it, but they need to know about it um, before I get in some sort of, or they've got to just do some backtracking to figure out consumption and it's how it was consumed. It's a big business. Thing. Right. Huge. So, so my, my, my thing is with that, Dustin, I mean, you heard what he said. My thing is with some of these people that are coming to you right now that it would, would, would literally, if they thought they could be famous overnight, and we, t- we kind of laughed about it earlier. Dude, we talked about this. I mean, yeah. so he, here's what I'm asking, Dustin. It, are, are some of these, I don't want to say archaic, but older ways where you, where you're in a deal and you have to do this, these sort of things to, the, to keep this situation I, I'm interested to see where that starts to come together with a guy that can now get on TikTok mm-hmm. and just throw out a song and doesn't have to worry about anybody thinking about anything. He just does it and then he wakes up. I mean, that do you not have a great I would love to hear Dustin's perspective on this. I just something I saw this week, an artist signed to a major label who is active on social media, just did like a fun uh TikTok release of a song we're like hey i wrote this yesterday see what you think about it and it's a little bit more tongue-in-cheek a little bit funnier but hilarious and a good angle that nobody's ever like holy crap that's great and it blew up and he came onto social media and was like hey listen guys could y'all go listen to my other song as much as you've listened to this tiktok clip Mm. so my label doesn't get mad and it was all i could do and I, i do a lot of sitting back and watching and not typing because what in the world does that make a difference? But like, I wanted to go. Maybe you should put that song out because it's getting an actual response. It's not what. So you're in the world where it's like, man, I wrote this great song today. Yeah. When somebody could go, like, what we we're saying, go to dinner and come back and have a different level of fame, quote unquote. I mean, does that not? What does that do? Yeah, no, in I'm your in a mind? position. It's funny on on the way over here. I had a, um, about an hour drive. I had a conversation with my manager. And it's killing us. I say us, he and I and our team, that we have the music, you know. Um, but in a sense, we've got to be strategic about it um, for certain platforms and different things. You know, there's a lot of different different deals right now, but we've got it. We have it. We know we have it. We, we're excited about the next chapter. And I just i am counting down to these deadlines of when we can release it. Um, I don't know if I'll ever, maybe I will at some point in my career, have the feeling of, Holy crap! I love this. I'm just doing. I'm it. gonna put it out there. You know, I would. I would love to get to that point. I could do it. You know, I could do it. Um, there's nothing that says I can't go on Instagram tonight and play a new song I wrote. Um, but I'm talking about legit releasing. You know, a whole deal. Um, yeah, a lot of. So a lot, of, you, a lot you, of hands in the in the in the whatever in the, kill, the, in, the in the in the pot. I yeah. mean, it's, I have a hand up. Like for a modern today situation, all these people watching the stock market and. Exactly. Doge, that, I, that's Doge where I want to go. That's right. And it's like, right. okay, you can easily correlate that to the music industry where somebody can say, man, I, I wrote this song today. What do you think? And the algorithm goes, you are famous now. Don't go to sleep. You will be more famous. Anyway, and it's like, holy crap. Meanwhile, Dustin's going, I don't quite get it. I don't quite like it. I'm going to do what I've been doing all along. And so then you get these guys who are like, I put $10,000 in, in yeah. whatever, GameStop last night, and I'm rich. And then Warren Buffett goes, I don't quite get it. 
I don't quite like it. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. So you get that's a great. Okay, like, so but right, so that's the point. Is Dustin is, Buffett is versus TikTok Dogecoin exactly? And so the question is: Is having a record deal in today's world, having a record deal, and being successful to where you've gotten to now, and staying strong to the to the idea of marketing and being systematic about things? That's the long play. Twenty five million percent. Um, positive <laughs> or do you feel like that now it what? i think it depends on the person you know i've got friends that i advise never sign a deal don't do it um and also i have friends that probably should you know i think it, de- it depends on the artist you know i think i do think nashville is going to embrace and i say nashville as a music community will embrace um an artist that is solely absolutely independent in the next five years. I do see that happening. I do see every other artist that has, is, you know, um, participating in, you know, in the, in the original system, if you will, uh, being very jealous of that person, but I think it's going to happen. You know, it's just a matter of time until someone pulls it off. But, uh, you know, for, for myself, um, I think because I grew up with, with, uh, the system that's in place and, and having a team in my village that believes in me, man, I owe it to the guys and girls that have been leaving their families and go down on the road and making calls and um, investing in me and and my dreams now for what, 10 years, 10 plus years, I owe it to them to, uh, to keep it up, you know, and, and to keep them involved. And um, we deserve to share the success together. And I, and I strongly believe in that. For a hundred percent. I mean, I and remember, then here's I remember Ward being, coming along, no, taking dude, your dreams and throwing them down not, the, not throw at all. Them down the drain. Not at all. For, <laughs> for Dustin's situation in particular, because I, I was, I was there at like a really critical point. I remember being at Tin Roof Green Room side with the lights on, like it was afternoon, and the team that was surrounding you, mm. that was, I felt, it was a, I can't remember what the celebration was, but it was an early single, and they were just like Dustin. It the was future uh, is so. Wide it's open. Rainbow, rainbow bright, like incredible. <laughs> I picked up on that with a bar towel hanging from my belt, going, This guy's got the world in his pocket. Like his the future is is limitless for him. So that part is in you can't a lot of, you can't expect That's right. to usurp a business and like just disrupt an industry. There's one thing that, that Dustin has that a lot of people that we all looked for and you wanted. When you walk into a room, it feels different. And that's the cool part. And that's what I don't think people that on TikTok and, you know, when you when you look at these different platforms, because it's you didn't you may have wanted it overnight, but by the God, you worked for it yeah. before you got there. And and some of that is leaving us, maybe all of it. But, you well, know, I don't know. But it, I, it'll, it will be interesting. You know, we're we're in a brand new day here. Um, And I constantly go. We were having this conversation downstairs um, before we walked up is. um. At what point does having to be on and create every mm. single day for TikTok or whatever it be, is that translating to um, art? Yeah. Is that furthering your career anyway? Is that making you money in, in any way? Because it's taken time and it's taken effort. Um, but but I say this, I say that to start this. It's going to be interesting to see how this translates because we haven't been able to see, we've not been able to tour how does this phenomena of of TikTok and and these people that are now getting you know record deals or one song deals or whatever they're going to be, how does that translate to ticket sales and 
Is it going to be gangbusters? If you have, you know, that's when we're going to see. Oh yeah. If this model works, whenever Iowa State Fair is sold out, because this person was big on TikTok. Oh man, that's a big. I, you know, I, I never no. even thought about it's that. The, um, it's the people that are going to stay invested for to Dogecoin. It's so. Silly. I don't know. I mean, who's we'll gonna, see. That's the thing. We don't know yet. Keep I mean, their, when it opens back GameStop. up, we'll see. We can but, I mean, but, here, right but here's the deal, and he's right in this aspect. What if you just had 16 freaking TikTok people? You know, like it, you had 16 free, you know, instead of having like one guy play 15 songs, yeah. you had 16 different people that were famous for that one song. Because Man, that, I don't th- think there's even any, at this point, there's no, not even a discussion because you got somebody like Dustin who it is, his fans are parents, children, hey, everybody in between. We, we who, got here somehow in 10 years. But exact, but right. Dude. I mean, so God knows where we can actually where where actually this goes, and that's why it's interesting. Because again, you see people every week, yeah, who would would give their left arm for a TikTok, whatever, and not work again, like there was, you know. And and every generation says this about every generation. Oh, I worked harder than you. I walked in yeah. ten feet of snow with cardboard in my shoes. Yeah. I mean, this has been this is a thing, but but this is this is something. I mean, I will say this. Generationally, mm-hmm. I've never seen anything happen so fast in my entire life. As Dick down TikTok. in Dallas. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. Yeah. Right? Um, I mean, so, I'm, I mean. Let, no, don't, you don't have to say anything. I finally got that song wonderful. out of my head. Okay, but, I, but you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> all right, let's, last week. Listen, let's, we all have to use the bathroom. We're going to be back after this message, uh, and i got to use the bathroom. Jesus, God. I held out. make their living trying to help others, but they are human beings and human beings sometimes make mistakes. When a doctor has worked for 24 hours straight, fatigue and lack of focus can lead to critical mistakes being made. Other times, it's the policies or system that's to blame. For example, when a doctor or nurse comes in on their shift, they are forced to rely on charts and records created by others. Sloppy paperwork or inaccurate record keeping can give the doctor an incomplete picture or even worse, the wrong picture and that can lead to serious injury or even death. It's called preventable medical error. Recent studies claim that preventable medical error causes up to 400,000 deaths a year. That's nearly as many deaths as caused by smoking. When this happens, those responsible must be held accountable to compensate the injured person or their family. But the good news is, just like you and I are required by law to purchase auto insurance, doctors also get insurance coverage in case they accidentally hurt someone. For help, call the Verdoliac Law Group. money every month to insurance companies they're paying big money to lobbyists to ensure that the laws give them every advantage over you we at the verdoliac law group would like to give you a few helpful hints to help you level the playing field when you're injured in an accident one take photos get pictures of the damage to your vehicle the location of your accident and any visible injuries two seek medical attention immediately if you have any pain or discomfort always seek medical attention and report all of your symptoms and all of your injuries three Don't be in a hurry to settle your claim. The insurance company wants you to settle before you realize the full nature and extent of your injuries. Once you settle, you can never get any more money, even if you need additional surgery. Four, consult an attorney that practices in your type of claim. 
It's the best way to protect yourself against insurance companies. Since the insurance companies have stacked the deck in their favor, we at the Verdoliac Law Group hope these helpful hints will help you level the playing field against this trillion-dollar insurance industry. Verdoliac Law Group, fighting insurance companies since 1963. Hertz Marine and Car Audio Systems. On the path of excellence, we go full speed ahead to make your sound experience truly powerful, high-end performance, ultimate technology, extreme versatility, a solution to everyone's needs. Enhance your system performance. Hertz Marine and Car Audio. Oh, shit. All right, everybody. So right now what we're going to do is we're going to give away our Hertz Audison Sony car stereo giveaway, which has been going on for literally a freaking year and a half. Par I think Parker was here when we started this process. Maybe. I don't remember. Parker's here. Um, what we're going to do right now is I have a list uh, of uh, 30 people that uh, have applied or subscribed uh, to How Valid is the Validity. And just so you know, please subscribe to How Valid is the Validity or Chris Weaver Band uh, going forward from today. And we're going to do another Carsteria giveaway in a few months. And uh, we just do it from subscribers, and that's how it works. Uh, please like and share the podcast. We have Dustin Lynch and, and Ward Gunther tonight. What a, a great show. I probably won't have this until uh, the third when we have uh, uh, <laughs> I'm just teasing coming up next week we have Jared Neiman uh, and then at the first of the month we got Brian Erlacher from the Chicago Bears uh, Hall of Famer so it's going to be a good good time come on you're good to go uh, what we're going to do right now is uh, Dustin and Ward are going to pick a number uh, and they're going to pick and one of those numbers is going to be on here and then we're going to do a contest based on the Super Bowl commercials that I have that I have picked out yes just I don't know how this is going to work completely, but either way, one of these 30 people are going to win a free car stereo and car tent uh, for their for their cars, and it's going to be a good time. So we'll figure that out in a minute. So Dustin Lynch is a big, uh, huge pop uh, pop star uh, in China. He's a great dude. Ward Gunther is a guy that has been making chicken for years here in Nashville. <laughs> And we have him on the show, and it's it, it, it's a great. Everybody's taking a pee right now because guidance whiskey, guidance whiskey. Let me let me. You know what? Let's just do this. Let me see if I can. Let's see. I don't even know how to get anywhere anymore. Where's where's the guide? Do you see the guidance? Do you see the guidance? Um, what is this? Let me see. Do we got the guidance splash? Do you see it up there? that has written a comment in this box on either Chris Weaver Band or Hal Valley's Validity, we're going to give a bottle of guidance whiskey to them. The, uh, Jason came over tonight and gave everybody a taste test. It was it was really fun. And did the toast. It was all good. All good. You want some more? Are you good? I, I just got some downstairs. Is everybody good? Everybody good? Yeah. All right. so I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Who's, Pete Cranick. Remember Pete? Yeah, I love Pete. CMO Club. Well, you you definitely should you definitely should talk to Pete now because uh, Pete Pete's gone and he sold it to Salesforce. Okay, which uh, yeah. So he has a lot of time on his hands. Not only that, but um, Salesforce is uh, it pays better than Pete. It pays ah. better than <laughs> things okay. pay better than Pete. 
Great. Pete now doesn't care that he did, he only gave you five dollars uh-huh. and twenty seven cents uh-huh. for that. Talk to your boy Ward about what? About the CMO business. No the universe. Well, no, you you're out. You're out. Okay, that's you're right. out. Oh, me, sorry. me and Dustin have been talking. It was like whiskey Y'all jam started, out. I was two minutes late getting back <laughs> up here, and you already wrote me out of the contract. Well, he he had to do a spot, and I we were really going to start. I was I was going to start throwing punches, but. You had to do a spot, and then you walked in. So. What? What did I do? Uh-oh. No, what you I, didn't. You did nothing. I just thought we. You, uh, I thought we just because you said he was. Uh, he got to start cooking chicken in Nashville. I was like, we could roll with this. Oh, that's good. For a minute. Okay, so what is that? What is? I mean, did you really do any jobs? Oh, dude, yes. What? Name the worst thing you had to do in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm not going to say worse. Well, um, or, or the thing the, that you I were say this. I was like, sorry. man, I'm going to have to do this again. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um. I'll narrow it down to two jobs. Uh, and if I had to go back to doing one of those jobs, I would go back to being manning the weed eater and the blower and a yard crew. Um, tough job. Fun job. Maybe because I like straight lines and I'm OCD. I don't know. Right? <laughs> um, you make right. yards look I'm going to leave it at that. The I'm going to leave that at right. that. No, right. I'm not going to say anything okay. else. The job I would not go back to do. Um, but I'm not mad I had it. Because I think it was the kick in, kick in the ass I needed to really go, okay, let's go do this music thing. Um, I was a, I tested, and, and this is no joke, I tested sewage runoff um, in, a, in a lab. Like I tested people's poop. Man. Like literally. Uh, sewage uh, runoff, jar, not, would, not specific people's poop, but everybody's poop. Well, yeah, depending. The collective. Some, yeah, collective poop, some people's poop. Um, and then run off from like, uh, uh, Kim, uh not Kim, uh, runoff is the warfare, is the- <laughs> uh, disassembly plants where they would take bombs apart where, and here in that Na- dude, Nashville is the biggest environmental hub in the States, in the United States of America. Oh, geez. Wow. That's so what- I was a science nerd in college. And so it landed me this job that paid, you know, nothing. Um, <laughs> but, but I imagine that to, I would have to take <laughs> samples of poop. And, you know, get X amount of ounces out of it with a with a uh, popsicle, popsicle stick, oh. essentially, and put it on a thing and analyze it. And I that was my job. Poopsicles. Poopsicles. Analyze. Poopsicles. Mm. So that, that would be my job. I probably would not go back to, for well, sure. So I wouldn't either. I got to be honest with you. So I got to be honest. But then I think about it. It's like, that's not far off of managing a tin roof on the bird. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got, you got paid. Literally every night, someone is going to poop their pants and someone's going to puke on something. So you're dealing with it there, too. I'm going to throw up. He's right. I know. I did get but he chills. wasn't testing it. And, and, and I will say, when he when he had poop around him, he probably had gloves on, and you did not. You did not. Yeah, we just put a put a bag over the urinal and be like, do not. <laughs> I'm, I'm asking you, do not pee on this bag that looks like a, like a circus okay. game. We got to run with this. We got to run with this. How many craziest, gallons? craziest scenario that ever oh, happened while man. at Tin Roof? Oh my oh, god! Cra- craziest. I'm not. Le- I'm literally legally not allowed to speak of it. Wow. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> yeah. All right. Touch around but it. Second, touch around it. Second. No. Okay. Um, touch around golly, it. It's truly. <laughs> it's. It's like, I don't know. I'll, I'll just let me try to think of the first that comes to mind. Um. Mm. 
there's so there's many. This is like picking there's the restaurant. So no, oh, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's the, the restaurant's easy. It's like I love the great parts of my life. This is picking just from the mire. Oh, of, Jordan Tutu. Any night with him great, in okay, the I've got perfect, a great Tutu story. Perfect. From let's Tinder. just do Tutu stories right now. All right, I, so, let's do, I, I bet we each could do one. By the way, do we know where he is the, today? He's, he's doing he's fantastic. He's up in Chicago or probably Canada. Canada. Probably doing laying fantastic. on the border. He's a an author. Half of him is here and. Best, an author? best-selling author, father, husband. I'm very proud. No, I'm 100. You gotta be shitting me. I, I no, not at all. I, you can test my runoff. <laughs> no BS. Okay. He he really a father and a, a best-selling author. Yes, as he should be. Goodness gracious, a retired professional athlete in his 40s. Like you should live your best life as Jordan Tutu is. Okay, away from everybody in the difference, country. <laughs> big difference from his 20s when. Okay, I was bartending at Tin Roof too. I would come off every now and then from like a great night. And you make a couple hundred bucks, 150 bucks, whatever. <laughs> Went up to Tin Roof. This is like my move. <laughs> this will this will say like what point it was. I would drive from Tin Roof two to East Nashville, mm. um, and mm. I'd call them on my way and go, "Uh, how's the what's the night like?" And they're going, "Uh, hey, war, we got caller ID. <laughs> you know, it's like six people in here, two twos here." I'm like, "Sounds pretty fun." I don't know. Oh, 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 hey, God, no, no. I showed up one night and I had a couple dollar bills in my pocket and I was feeling frisky. Meanwhile, oh, the multi-millionaire professional athlete—you got to gamble. We bet. played, yeah, paper rock scissors. You oh, know, well, like okay. gentlemen, Rochambeau, like gents. And <laughs> I learned a big lesson: you don't play paper rock scissors with um, anybody, a, anybody. <laughs> period. But definitely not a guy that fist fights for a living because he just throws rock. And I learned this after two hundred dollars. That's all he throws <laughs> and laughs. I'm not I don't, it's like he's he's not playing anymore. That's his his tell is that he's playing the game. Oh but it was God. like bah, bah, gah, bah, bah, gah, bah, like and he just oh he was just laughing his ass to the bank. <laughs> Gave zero f's about me making whatever thirty thousand dollars a he year. Keep you out of your football career, like some people that worked at the Denver. What was your best one? <laughs> Yeah, of right. two two. Yeah, so tin roof, um, back by the stage, and I don't know what night of this week was. Someone was playing two toots day. Two toots was there. Two Tuesday, and uh, we had known each other just from hanging or whatever, me playing whatever. And um, I'm trying to remember how this goes. I can remember what table it was out outside on the porch after they opened up the back of tin roof a little bit. And he goes, I was like, he's like, man, you got a beer? I was like. Yeah. He goes, yeah, me too. He goes, he goes, hold on a sec. And he walks over to this group of dudes that had a pitcher on the table, grabbed their pitcher and walked over to me and poured me a beer and poured him a beer. And then I don't know what he did with it. Set the pitcher down. And I was just like, oh boy, here we go. You know, it's me and me and Tutu and then this group of dudes. And he just went up and took their pitcher of beer and poured us a beer and then was like, yeah, thanks. I mean, didn't even say thing. Look at him. You know, Holy didn't know him, shit. but you could see just the, 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 the conversation was, you know, they're make, trying to make, okay, do we go try or do we just say, thank you very much, sir? Dude. Or do we go home? <laughs> thank you. But for I'm story. sitting there thinking he's going to be a nice gentleman and go, dude, I need a beer too. I'm going to go get you one, not go steal this table picture. So what, what happened? I'm, Dude. I think they just realized they probably that should was come it. You didn't have to, you didn't have to fight. It. You just have to fight. take the story and go. 
<laughs> hockey guys, and this is I'm talking telling tales out of school. Hockey guys are two decades out of legal world. They're just like we can do whatever we want. There's nobody's gonna sue us. These are the guys that we would party with on Sunday nights at the beer cellar, which yeah. is R.I.P. Beer cellar. Um, but they would flip the shot glass over, put rumple mints in the little like concave space oh, the, about the size of a contact lens, and <laughs> and schnurred it. Oh my different god! Different breed of human. Yeah. Might not even be human. Okay. Different species. All right. Species? So he's got one. Man boy. Well, man boy. Do you guys remember man boy? I don't know. Jeff yeah. used to play with the band. Man for man sure. Uh, you do? Okay. Yeah. Who's the Congo player, whatever. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, I need to tell you guys about something about him on uh, somewhere else. But this particular story, mm-hmm. he decided. So Tutu would come down every Saturday night. So after Henry went off the rail, we, we, we picked up the Saturday night thing, which we, you know, we played there. I, was there I know. At least well, twice, we played mu- physically. I mean, played. T- do you? I don't know. I don't know if you ever. Did you ever get to that point where the tin roof was a big deal playing for you? I mean, did you? You no. didn't really Dude, play I've there. Got, oh, I've got. Uh, you played there on Saturday sometimes, right, right? No, they wouldn't let me. I would. I. I I never got a chance to play weekends there. Why? I just got sent this. No, you're so badass. Here was my debut at Tenerife on a weekend. It was after my first album came out. Nine years ago. Look, Facebook memory. My buddy buddy from Teloma just sent me this. There it is. No, that's that's San Diego. It doesn't matter. It's right there. It doesn't matter. You can't see it. There we we are hanging. We're not that good. Um, yeah, so I got to go back. I mean, I can remember these nerves like it was yesterday, dude. Getting to go play Tenerife with having my first single on radio, huge but, deal. But you never, but you never played. Like you know, there there was a moment there. We played every Monday night with uh, Brad. You probably know. He knew. Uh, I bet. I bet you would oh know. My gosh, Bradley Just, and 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 Brad Cole. Nelson. Cole. Coley. You might know Cole. Cole was uh, what was his granddad? Was no. Charlie Pride? Charlie Rich. Charlie Rich. Charlie Rich. So the, the I'm surprised the he's Zippo, never played for you. Yep. The Zippo that lit the That's CMA right. He used to go. Fire. He used to <laughs> light this everybody. This is a fantastic story. So we were, were we're all over the place right uh, now. It by doesn't the way. matter. Yes, go we got to bring him back to Tutu. That's fine. Addfm. Um, but this <laughs> is a this is a good story. So Charlie Pride that light lit the the Grammy thing or whatever. Charlie Rich. Whatever the fuck, Charlie. Completely different human being. No, Charlie Rich. Only famously. Lit a C. I mean, uh, the only CMA award that's been lit on stage in protest to the winner. He goes, uh, and the original the CMA Kanye award goes to ex- totally in a where it's like holy hell, lit this thing on fire. Goes John Denver, and oh, that was in Super Troopers. Was it? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. That, that's where that I've never seen that movie without a six pack of beer in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> so that moment. Uh, lived on in Cole Lee's pocket is a Zippo, and he smoked uh, back then. Everybody smoked. We we lit a cigarette off a of Charlie Pride's any riches. any human need, <laughs> any human that needed a, a light that was the best. Like yes, here you go, that lit John Denver CMA Award on fire. And it's a fuck. It's a that's a great story. story. And then and then we're still here. And that's kind of going back to the genesis of what I was saying in the beginning. Was we're that? still what? here. How did we get there from the two? Just Col- okay, no, Coley, so, uh, the the guys that played on Monday night was Brad Nelson, Coley, Weaver, and myself, him. which I completely forgot. Henry about. and the Seahawks. Henry and the Seahawks. Well, yeah, but, David Nail, okay. Jason Shear's wife. No, like, back up, back up. So oh. the point of this is <laughs> the point of this is is that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you had Henry and the Seahawks. 
and but those other days at Tin Roof back in the day were were just as coveted. Tuesday, yeah. right? Because Tuesday. I started on a Monday. Me and a guitar player. Damn. See, and that's crazy right there it because is. we did Mondays. Some I don't know when the hell that was before you, obviously. Yeah. But but to, do you remember defense at Williams and James Dean Hicks? James Dean Hicks. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember that? Yep. They those, nice. that set my that was that probably changed. That's my what life. you were just saying Tuesdays. That was a great freaking Wednesdays. We cool. had the Love Monkeys. Stars, or the, the Love, Love Monkeys. Monkeys. Which is okay. now which okay, is now six so, wire. So let's six talk wire. about this. Let's talk about this. So why or does it still, where is it on Mondays, obviously? On Tuesdays, where is that hangout for the, the creative community in Nashville? Well, I think he's killed it. Well, no, no, well, it's he's crazy, Mondays. man. It's, I know, but it doesn't matter. Like people it, have tried. He, it. Here he we tried. Go. This is I've I've had to look at it and go, dude, from when I got here, like the things that were important because when I got here in 2003, I had a weekly schedule. Like, I had a piece of paper in my pocket. It said, Monday night. Nashville gonna, scene. You're going to go to, yeah. oh, dude, you rely on the city yeah, paper. Yeah, for you sure. You know, the city paper said yeah. where to go. That's how I, we saw freaking Keith Urban yeah. at Mercy yeah. oh, Lounge. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you need to tell him that story, but That's go for fantastic. it. Keep going. Keep you read going. through the code. Y'all have Keith Urban par- party days? Well, yeah, but... Th- there's one in particular that's Did y'all really get a party with Keith before he quit. It was I, uh, I did it in the bathroom story. and then he left on a bus and then the rest of it is <laughs> oh beauty. <laughs> um, but now like we it was Monday go stand in line at the Bluebird and maybe you get to sing if you have a voucher from the oh, week before. The yeah. you can sing a I was, song. I've been there and done that. Tuesday, uh, Douglas Corner open mic night. Douglas call Corner, in, yeah, Douglas man. You set an alarm and, and a call in. Wednesday, yep. I forget. You know, from that from that point on, you're like, oh, whatever. By Friday, you and I were playing at McDougal's. <laughs> Donkey Punch. Oh, but is, is there so so? But but to answer me, the Commodore Lounge here and there. Um, Commodore, yeah, Lounge. Commodore. But is there a place now today in 2021? The scene on was a Tuesday, where or a Wednesday, I mean, where it's the like the Tin Roof guys are doing the bus man, call. I mean, the, the scene hit was so concentrated back then. That's we really really lucked out. Us all of us included, like. 2003 to, I don't know, probably into the next decade. like 11 or 12. I mean, so few places to do things on certain nights of the week. And then it just blew wide open. And it was, I mean, you hear people joke about it. They're like, there's a freaking somebody playing guitar in the bathroom at Target. (laughs) Yeah. And and maybe, yeah. Seek out silence. There is a writer's night at every uh, end of the Barnes and Noble aisle. It's and you would think, too, now there's probably competition with social media because everybody's blowing you up about go here, go there. Back in the day, it was who had who swiped at Kinkos, you know. Yeah, I mean, you would go swipe right at right Kinkos. And I put thought out about posters. going back, like getting quarter sheet, uh, staple them to the telephone poles. Be like, if you want to know who's playing Whiskey Jam tonight, get out and look it up. This because of the city paper. The, yeah, it's like I gotta wait and see who's playing. Who's there playing was to that. tonight? I mean, do you it ever? It is. You, it's like you seek it out. You know, it's not. We used to we used to have this thing. I mean, like where people would come. Jimmy Chickens is how. Uh, what, what what was the guy we were talking about earlier? Uh, Henry and the Seahawks. No, the guy you said you partied with him. Keith Urban. Keith Urban was Jimmy Chickens. Hmm. He used to advertise Gus himself Chickens. As, as Jimmy Chickens in Gus different places, Chickens. and he would come around. Well, that's how Dustin ended up with that with him because uh, Boudreaux, Randy Boudreaux. I don't know if you remember Randy or not. Mm-mm. Oh geez, Broken Hartsville. That's yeah. Nichols. It's a better. Uh-huh. It's a better deal. And, and Shania Twain too, right? Or, Wait, so Keith would go as a as a. So he would. But come, the story I remember, Keith had cleaned out his band because he had cleaned up his act, and he was like, "I need to start fresh. I'm gonna test out my new band at Mercy Lounge." I read yeah. in. Um, Is this, this after the ranch? 
Yes. Oh yeah. This oh, is yeah, like 2005 yeah. or four. Yeah. Um, and he, what was it? He advertised. It's like if you the Nashville the city paper advertised if you're a country music singer or a country music fan in the know, and it just like made these illusions. If this you'll understand this artist urban appeal. And had oh. boats around. It was like, come see Gus Chickens. And I knew that Gus him and Chickens. his band were into the Will Ferrell Gus Chickens stuff from Saturday Night Live. Really connecting the dots. We showed up. It was Keith Urban. Played all night with well, the oh, band. But let's back up for a second. Randy oh. Boudreaux was friends with Dustin because of other uh, elusive, uh, you know, I- illicit. Bad, yeah. illicit. Thank you. That's the word. <laughs> I was looking for that. Illicit. Uh, and he was looking for those words and, and they ended up going there and it was, and it was Keith Urban. And from that, it turned it. This is one of the most, my favorite stories that I'm not a part of at all. I know. And you're not. I, and one of the only ones you're not a part of. Are we getting to the party story? This is it. I, I don't. So I, here's the problem. Here's the, Dustin. I, I will tell you this. Here's the problem to talk about this story means you have to talk about all the bad things that they were doing. Not in, at all. I can completely all right, skirt the, the issue. The, the skirt the issue times. because I'm I'm going to take a nap. Do it, please. I'll see no. you later. <laughs> I, um, I've been okay. Go ahead. So <laughs> we went we went to this show that was pseudonym Gus Chickens. It was Keith Urban testing out a new band, um, and there was a tour bus outside, and I was with Dustin. I was like, dude, he's gonna party. Our we say Dustin. It's our best friend at the time, Dustin Smith. Fantastic dude. Just had a great time, enjoyed country music, had a, a penchant for uh, the good stuff, you know? Yeah. And so I was like, buddy, we've been out the last like a thousand <laughs> nights in a row. I don't have it. I got to be at Otters in the morning. I got to get the fryers clean out, whatever it might be. <laughs> You're on your own. And it was one of these like, but this is the the one, the one, one night you one leave night. me alone. And I was like, I got to do it. And man, I'll never forget. I had like a Sanyo flip phone. It was the SCP 5000. It was like a, a rugged, had these animations and these these ringtones that were unmistakable. And I slept through them all that night. <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up the next day and had all these animations and, and missed calls. And it was Dustin had left the, the, the concert at Mercy Lounge with uh, Keith, gone to an... Yeah. Uh, just someplace on Music Row, a, a, a writer's house on Music Row, and they spent the night passing guitar and a bottle of J&B, as I understand it. That was the story uh-huh. sold yeah. to oh, me. Oh, yeah, sure. That's the, the one, like, one of the tabloids. Of this, one of my friends that was along for the ride, his name Bobby, and Bobby was a, a good guy, good singer, okay writer, what all the, like, the average dude, and partied a lot and was drinking, and when Bobby was playing... When he got his turn at the bottle and the guitar, he's like, and Keith leaned over, he goes, excuse me, mate, and like tuned up a string. <laughs> and only the way that Keith Thurman could do it, he like <laughs> dial it in, freaking 440. <laughs> so fast forward probably 15 minutes, the bottle and the guitar get around the circle to Keith, and Bobby goes, excuse me, Keith. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like tunes his, his, his G string up. And Keith's like, um, thank you, much obliged. And click, inquire, inquire. I miss that. I, I miss that moment. I, I love the story, but yeah. Okay, okay. That is and, awesome. And, yeah, and, and so I didn't even go Johnny to the concert. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing about it is Dustin, our friend at the time, he his jacket was on Keith Urban, and so they come out with that Keith's cheating on Renee Zellweger or whoever. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> or whoever he screwed at the time. We, 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 <laughs> I mean, so it makes the tap it makes and it's your buddy's jacket. His jacket. <laughs> like unmistakable. And so, and yeah, and so like his jacket's and so he for years he's like, Did you see my jacket in that? And I'm like, Yes, I saw oh. your jacket in that night. You don't I, you don't remember. No, I, okay. did, I swear it's been Nicole Kidman. I, like early days. Nicole Kidman, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And they're still married today and it's great. I think it's great. But our that's awesome. Our drug addict uh, alcoholic friend oh, gone. Gone. Me? What do you have? What do you have? On um, what? A Keith Urban story. <laughs> well, I got to tour with the guy after he was um, apparently hanging out and wearing people's jackets. Uh, we got to tour in, in glory days. Yeah, man. No, I've That's I've awesome. always I, I'm I'm I, I totally respect and, and and love Keith Urban. He's still right now. He pick up the phone, man. Like he's been the best from day one. You know, and, which and brings very, us to our next segment. Yeah, right. No, but very helpful of a guy. You know, I mean, he's a legend. He's a Hall of Famer, like uh, larger than life type of dude. And uh, but no, we went on tour together in thirteen, and and what he taught me was, uh, moderation. You know, as a young dude, I mean, coming out and and having success right away, he's like, dude, look, there's time for all of it. Remember that why you got in the business and and being, I think, having him as my first. Uh, tour and, and headliner and boss if you will and, and idol to go out on tour man. with he's so dialed in and regimented man what he eats when he works out how he practices how he sound checks boom 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 it was a business I, th- I really do think that being my first tour has uh saved me in a way you know i think you i think i could have gone out with a lot of guys that weren't that regimented and, and been like you know just had had a blast and a good time and, and maybe it would have worked out i don't know but but having Keith and seeing the pro, you know, that we all love and respect, and the town still does. They're behind in love. Oh, and he's had his ups. He's had his downs. But he's the he's still um, loves making music, man. You got to think how many hits this guy's had and how passionate he still is for uh, the way that guitar feels, you know, and, and the way, um, man, did that crowd react because of this and uh, he's he's one of the best showmen and 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 a student of the art you know that I've been around still today you know he's still um, I I can tell just from being around him and his crew is still trying to find the magic set list thirty years into doing this you know and when he doesn't have to I mean that guy it's can so show up and phone it in and fun. we would still love him but he's still he's addicted to getting better at guitar at at singing at writing at entertaining uh, it was it was a pleasure to be on tour with with him um, I I do regret. Uh, just just based on what I hear, um, uh, 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 on not knowing before, you know, 2010, but or whenever the year was, but, uh, <laughs> it, it sounds like it would have been a great time. I got to be honest with you, it w- it was not. And and Harley Allen, I don't know if, if you guys re- remember him as a songwriter or not, mm-hmm. but that that w- one of the first people that I met when I was when I came to Nashville in in, in 2004. Harley Allen, put it in perspective. Oh brother, where art thou? Yeah, Man of constant sorrow. Man, wrote well, the he, song. Oh yeah, but it's, he had he had, big, I mean, like you know, he had the baby, the baby, the. Like, but in, I think he was the voice of Man of Constant Sorrow. Man, well, it was his dad. It, it was Red, Red Allen. Allen. Red Allen was singing the high part. No, no, no. Harley was singing the high part in in Man of Constant Sorrow. So it, Red Red mm-hmm. Allen was the was founder of mm-hmm. bluegrass music. Well, you're right. You're hurting my soul, but dude. dude yeah, do you no. think that was a moment? So in, in Man of Constant Sorrow, in the movie, Red was singing. He was dead at that point. No, no, no. I'm talking about Harley singing high tenor. That's right. In Man of Constant Sorrow. Yeah. Okay. The one with Dan Taminsky. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But like, as far as a mainstream country, and honestly, like a, a kickback to the the old school bluegrass days, introduction to the world, nobody bigger than as a writer than Harley. Not at the time. And and that's the thing. Harley was his own worst enemy. You know, he, he, he was just his own worst enemy. But Keith Urban, going, you know, the reason I bring up Harley is because Keith Urban detoxed and 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 kind of came down in harley's, harley's house. pantry you know what i mean like there was this wow you know, yeah he slept keith slept on his freaking pantry floor for three days you know coming down from stuff and harley was somebody that helped him uh kind of get back to to par so that's what's cool about him telling you that you know, it, it, pace yourself and pace yourself. Yeah. You know, and, and Har- Harley still could Damn. obviously Harley's gone now, but Har- Harley was n- not that either, man, you know, Harley right, was not right. pacing, you know, but he helped Har- He helped. And that, that was my introduction to Keith Urban back in the day when I first moved here. Yeah. And, and welcome to my pantry. Here's, here's my, pa- <laughs> but yeah. I, I'm saying like, that's to me, uh, why, why I've been able to stay in Nashville I don't quite understand. We neither do we. I, I get it. We're not, we're not but, sure yet. But when when I, <laughs> the people that I have met, which is the point of this, yeah, right for me, um, I don't get it. Like I I you know I had that moment, and I I knew I I met, I met uh, Keith Urban one time re- briefly, but I met Harley Allen for years. And and to have that connection, there was all of these connections, mm-hmm. you know, and and it was just like Ian, the first time I saw you perform, you know, and the first time that we played together playing football outside of where everybody used to live when they moved into Nashville, Tennessee, which was over in in uh, off of one nineteen on forty, the exit one night. Everybody used to live in that. Well, I can't remember Stewart's Ferry. Stewart's Ferry. Everybody lived there. That's what I remember when I first moved here, and I met him. And I saw you play for the first time, and and then I just kept doing what I was doing. And it's just an inter this town, good, bad, and in between. Together. It swirls together. The graphics and, you got going on in the background—they're like the just the well. The, the cool part and, about it is, and and this is why it's like I never why I thought in the genesis of that conversation or the thought to get you guys on the same couch at the same time. Why that's so interesting to me is because. God, we're still here. And there's just you and you knew a lot of people at that point in time that yeah. were playing music that you were playing music with or writing with that are gone now. Yeah. Same thing here with you and you're doing what you're doing. And I'm just, you know, I stole a lot of money from my grandparents and and I'm here and things are good for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and so that's why tonight, tonight. Oh no. Yeah. What's coming? You've chosen tonight of all the nights we've ever I just, I just, nighted together. Tonight, we're going to give away a $3,000 car stereo system. Oh, my gosh. Holy cow. To yeah. one of the two of us? No. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> hold on. a miracle. No. no. $3,000 car stereo, tent, the whole thing. If you live near and a tent? Tent, everything. We're I'm doing it. We're doing it all. Sony, look at Sony. Sony made this nice little thing for me. Dang. <clears throat> all right. All right. So all I need you guys to do is between one and twenty-seven. I just need you to pick a number. Together? No. Oh. Separate. One and twenty-seven. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Wow. It's one of my lucky numbers. Oh shit. Another one's eighteen. All right. Eighteen. All right. So uh, one, two, three, fourteen, right there, and then uh, seven more minus. Seventh, but carry the three is the 18. 
Mm-hmm. So put you there. If you multiply anything by nine. All right. Sub- there we go. Some of the. All right. So one of those two people are mm-hmm. going to win a car stereo with t- window tent tonight. We're going to do it. Wow. All right. Awesome. So, gonna tent, so now tent what the we're going to do is. Stereo? What, so you can't what, tell what station you're going to do. So basically what I'm going to do is I'm okay. going to give you, if you don't have a car, I'm just going to give you the stereo system in a box. Nice. Where, that I have I'll take that one. Build it where the where the stereo would be. <laughs> you you retard. Okay, <laughs> I, love I can't, it. can't say retard. Okay. We we. All right, so here's what I'm going to do. Stop word because I'll get deep. I want to tonight. I have made. I had planned this whole thing out. I've been nervous as stuff as as you can stuff. get as you to be. Yeah. <laughs> so what I want to do now is. Just want to have a little lighthearted moment where we talk about how music impacts the ability and the ambiance of a scene. Okay. For instance, yes. Okay. So right now we're gonna watch where horror okay. is the thing. Okay. Gotcha, I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. All right. So now it's side eye, scary. All right. Whatever. Versus. Versus. What if you put a little bit of um, just just oh, just some happy like music? techno? No, oh. but just like some techno. Take the scary out of it. Right, I, I, that's not as scary. No, not at all, dude. Not at all. all right, so, all right, that's amazing. All right, so now look, now look. Okay, music is a very important part of our life, and so that's how it works. And so let's just take the next one. Let's take the next one. Okay. Now, now look, now we have this Dimson. cute thing, right? It looks all innocent and stuff, right? Until... It looks all innocent. But now we're going to put a little bit of verbiage, a little bit of words, okay. and some horror music. Are you ready? Now make sure you listen very carefully. Okay. Every year, three people die in the wild from trying to rub a baby elephant. Yes, at first it looks fun and cuddly. But these 6,000-pound beasts will crush you with just one wave of their huge trunk. Everyone understand this. Baby elephants are not toys. They're f***ing elephants. Don't rub the baby elephants. That's right. So What a difference the music makes. Th- it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And when you beep out the, f- the F word, it's, oh, it changes dude. the whole thing. We Obviously, you are a big listener of my show. I, I haven't. We do believe it. Haven't heard it once. Y'all believe? Haven't heard. Why would you? Just for example, it. one of our big hits is Michael Ray's "I Wanna Be You in the Morning." <laughs> <laughs> I have like six songs right now. You could do that too. I know. I, there's some that we haven't. Uh, we'll do some Dustin's real I, soon. I, I gotta admit, like I hope that there's some some collaboration here. I hope you guys. 
You know, Dude, we've I, been collaborating for a decade. Right, yeah. but I'm saying Back like just on headaches. But I mean, long, but just like collaboration, long distance. Ping okay, pong. so we have 14 and 18. Okay, and okay. here's the deal. Did you guys watch the Super Bowl? Yes, sir. Okay, Dustin, this question is for you. Okay, it's for you. The weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did not realize this, but after a couple of days have gone by, there has been this situation where the videos and his videos over the last year and what he did for the Super Bowl show were supposed to come together. Yes. Okay. As an artist, (laughs) as an artist, um, it's hard to be relevant it's hard to stay relevant. It's hard to be, and we talked about this for briefly, yeah. but just like, was that a smart move on his part? Okay, so that's the weekend. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's smarter or not. I mean, now I've got to go back. Maybe it was smart because I didn't watch his video, so I didn't get the context, right? Um, that's but that's I what I'm asking. I think it's, okay, is that the move? Do I care to go watch him? I haven't yet. What's it been, a week? I haven't gone back to watch his videos for it to make sense to me. That's I think that's someone that thinks everyone has watched his videos. Yes. That's a long play. Um, dude, I haven't watched your videos. If you I mean, I, and you're I in haven't the entertainment watched, business. I haven't watched who's the biggest artist on earth? You have to assume that somebody I haven't watched their videos. Somebody really just So so you Im- go and you do a performance and you expect it to make sense. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's like, I have to wonder why are these people ha- Dressed the way they are, I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah, and it's I, trippy and whatever. Okay, get it. So, so my 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 thing is to you. I mean, if somebody asks you to come and play the Super Bowl, <laughs> no, I'm. I'm but let's let's just be honest here because the whole point of this is, and I'm being serious here. I it, I'm not joking around. Like this is an important thing. The Super Bowl halftime show is an important thing because p- people have reminded me. If you go, if you look back at the people that have performed this show, it's no joke. Yeah. It's, it's not a joke. So No, you've earned it. Of for course. sure. It's the world yeah. stage. Right. That's what I'm saying. But if somebody is like, if I'm coming to you and saying this, like, we want you to perform the show, whatever the case is, I mean, this is not, where, where does where does this thought process come now? And, where you're going to put the ta-da on the show? Right. Like, like right. where people have to know. And maybe. Like I said, I think, I think maybe his thinking and the genius behind it, because. Um, for someone to reach that level, uh, it's either extreme talent or extreme genius, you know, and maybe his genius and his brain, he goes, guess what? If Dustin Lynch in Tennessee doesn't know what I'm doing and why this makes sense, maybe he'll go watch the storyline because I think the weekends thing, if, if, and, and being a friend, I mean, I know all of his songs, I'll play all of his songs on and whenever, um, I enjoy it. There's a time and place for it, of course, but but I'm not I'm not one to connect. I I do know I'm not one to connect the dots, but I do know that he has been uh, very particular with all of his videos. You know, he's spent an egregious amount of money on every production he's put out, and that's his form. You know, the visual art is just as big as the as the 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 music of it all. Um, maybe I'll go watch now. I, I don't know. I haven't. Um. Maybe some people have. I mean, I'm not. I'm just, a hillbilly from Tennessee, well, man. Well, I know, but that's not the point. I mean, go, go. I mean, hit, it. <laughs> hit that son of a bitch. But, okay, so I've been 
aware of things going on in the weekend's world, like the the face uh, wrapping, the tissue, whatever. It's like, okay, what's going on? This is the longest play for the shortest window of worldwide exposure. Mm. Okay, so yeah. we're going off like, I mean, it's months, at least six, where it's like, why is the why is the weekend's face covered? Is he having plastic surgery? He had like a a whole thing. It was like, it, like it, it was stunned by was, a bee. Exactly. It looked yeah. like a. It was a gross, weird thing. It, it looked like the pins stuff. were on people's faces. Dude, it was clickbait. <laughs> but dude, they, we're talking about before there was like clickbait uh, campaign work going on about what he oh, was his doing. Face. Yeah, like he wore that mask. Yeah. months ago, and then he took it off, and you're like, wow, the swelling has not gone down enough yet. <laughs> but fast forward to this, and even knowing that, this sitting on the sofa is the first time I thought, like, oh wow, it was a collaborative effort. Super Bowl, not the time to pull out a freaking multi-month, collaborated PR effort, whatever. Okay, so because people didn't difference. understand what was going on, like this is not people watch the Super Bowl that don't, that just only watch. This you want to see event. a nipple? Yeah, one, one second. Yeah. Back no. up for a second. <laughs> no, we watched yes, it. For I do want to see a nipple of a stranger's right areola. Right. No, but not even. Let's for be that. honest. Okay, but they they've come a long way since that. Tom Petty, Prince, you know Bruno Mars. Bruno Katie Mars, Perry, for God's do you sake. feel like? Shark. Um, do you feel like? And and I don't. I felt like um, if you have to have a gag. Yes, you're insecure about your yeah. performance. Yeah, right. Um, and this is a guy talking that has you know a drop in the bucket of the weekend's Dude. consumption and whatever. But I'm just saying, you know. You talk about the bands that have played the Super Bowl and hey, art's art, you know, and maybe he has a message that he's trying to get the world to hear that. Look, this whole plastic surgery infatuation that, that everyone has right now is ridiculous. Yeah. Applaud him for that. Um, And maybe this is what he really believes in. I don't know. But if you have to have a like, why are we talking about bandages on faces and not how badass he was as a singer or a dancer right. or a or an entertainer or how how many other artists could have just gone out there and played four songs in a medley and been like, that was okay, it. Okay, and, so, no, like, and so that's a very, that's a big, rain coming down. That's a big dichotomy here is like, you keep only getting, I mean, The weekend is probably in the middle of the, even in the pop world, he's probably right there in the middle. How many times has Garth played the Super Bowl? He's saying the anthem. Wait, but I mean, yeah. But I mean, like, Worldwide superstars, it's but, a weird. But, but you're talking. But, but you can't talk politics. You're talking politics now. <laughs> uh, no, but I'm serious. The reason these people get where they get and and why they are the that's more like commerce. No, it's it's politics. And so they're they're there for a political reason, whether it's Prince or Tom Penny, whoever it is. Yeah. I mean, after after the whole Areola thing, things got tightened down, and 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 the way the halftime show happened. It was very more, much more discreet and and much more. Uh, I don't want to say I don't know how to the, what the word I'm looking for is, but it was it was not. I think we. Should it was just... not about just getting. It was it was a statement. There, mm. There's a whole. Yeah, no, that there's definitely a, yeah for sure. But I but I do have to go back to okay. It was a statement, but dude, J Lo and Shakira was an absolute rock show. I think I mean that was awesome, and for women maybe that was a statement. Lady Gaga was unbelievable to me. Bruno Mars, incredible. Yeah. Who do you have with him? 
He's done it a couple uh, times. Chili peppers. Yeah. The, um, well, no. There was there was separate. There were two. Yeah. <laughs> so watch, so watch a so, lot of sports. So now guys. we're, we're celebrating. So so now we we're talking uh, against ourselves already. We're 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 celebrating moments and and messages, right? Maybe the plastic surgery thing about the weekend was a message okay, we need to hear. Does I don't it, know. You know what? I am not. I, mean, I don't. I don't celebrate any of it. I, I I either like it or I don't. Yeah. It's not about a celebration to me, right? So it's, and and I no, I I understand where you're coming from, and that that's that's a point in society now where we've gotten to. And honestly, that that especially both of you, I mean, it's like you can't. It's either a celebration or it's. I'm either against it or I'm for it in some, in, in some as in, in some aspects, as far as you can't, you guys have to be careful what you say all the time. Like for me, you can't cancel this. <laughs> I'm uncancelable. I, I mean, like, what are you going to do? You're going to take away my, my 25, fuck, my 25 people that are watching this. No, I'm saying my point being is yeah, you, one. you have to watch yeah. what you say and what you think. I mean, the issue is, and, and and we're watching it, and I don't I don't even want to get into some of this other stuff that's going on. We but definitely point, shouldn't. And I'm no, and I don't want to. My point being is that you, at some point in time, you either are just like I'm happy with with where I'm living, and I either I'm either against or for, but I don't. There's no gray area. Mm-hmm. And I felt like mm-hmm. I felt like at least in 2000. 2010, up to that point in time, you could kind of say how you felt to a certain extent and you wouldn't be so much banished to the wind or whatever the case is. But now I feel like if you're an artist, you just create, you put it out there and that's it. Don't say nothing. Don't, right? Like you can't. Well, I mean, I'm sitting here saying what I think, but at the same time, uh, I'm saying, you know, this guy just like I, I I write a song and I hope people like it at the end of the day, what I've realized, you know, being around the best artists in the world musically and, and, and the best athletes in the world, um, based on what we judge those people by, they're just people. Yeah. And they're looking, they're looking, some try to be the best they can be in life. Some people are looking for other things, but at the end of the day, man, if, if what you're doing is affecting people in a positive way, more power to you. Yeah. And maybe that performance affected someone in a positive way. Did it affect anyone in a negative way? Yeah, that's a good point. Like yeah. the collective experience. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah. and, and then you go this. We go to, okay, then there's this culture of now it's not good enough to perform at the Super Bowl. Right? It's not good enough to perform on Saturday Night Live. Why? Because I, because I pull my phone out after Saturday Night Live, and I don't talk about it, I go to this and go, man, what's happening on Instagram? You know? And so you have to do something that people talk about. Huh. And and so for, the, so for the weekend, maybe that that this is the, I don't know, gag is not the right word, but maybe he knew or, or whatever team or village, of the reason he's become a worldwide success, decided let's make a, a, an eight, ten-month play on this character that's going to happen. Yikes. Great point. Um, Post COVID, um, like, hey, how many people actually watch the show? No, because at the end of the day, people are network. We're not going to talk about how good of a singer he is. He can't dance, right? Name a song. Neither can we. Um, we're, we're like, right. we're, but, we're, but, but you're right. I mean, like, you know. What, so what, what are they going to talk this about? Oh, let's, exactly. let's give him something to talk. All let's this, give him something all this to crap. talk about. Shania Twain. That's definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, honey, rate. 
goodness. Yeah. yeah, same thing. Bonnie rate you a zero. Yeah. Well, you mentioned in the, the Facebook thing. Or the Instagram thing, right? So wouldn't you think that something like Instagram, social media and everything is kind of the byproduct of the reason why somebody like The weekend needs to pull off a gimmick, really, if you ask me? But this is a great point. I mean, like, yeah. That's a byproduct. That he, that he needs to do something for people to talk about on social media. And, for sure. Now, and unfortunately, maybe things like, like Instagram and things are dumbing down the actual uh, IQ level, musical IQ level. I like of, that term. Of people. So Dumbing down. Because for us gentlemen who are over a certain age and uh, have a certain intelligence level dumbing down is a nice way to talk about the people that are watching the super bowl and like like no we're just we like our music and we would love for the seriously like for yeah. the for it to be dumbed down for the for the others did you watch i mean did you i like my super bowls with jim brown throwing jerseys <laughs> to little boys in the hallway <laughs> i like my super bowls with Multiple Bud Light commercials <laughs> and bullfrogs. Further, bullfrogs, goodness! Where are Jeremiah the himself. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Where are those coming back? Where? When? Are, okay. No, that was some you actual. Know who has tra is trademarked that to where it's not a thing anymore? I don't know, but, but I will tell you this: you have just boys. brought into our segment for our freaking three thousand oh, dollar car stereo it. giveaway. You unlocked, You've unlocked it. it. Which one of these? Uh, it was fourteen and eighteen. Ah, oh, whatever. Fourteen hundred and eighteen. Which, which one of these commercials mm. do you like best? And so now, oh, is this tie into the car stereo? Is a contest? Right. I'm gonna so slap the buzzer. At the end of this, like at the, we have seven of these commercials. Oh whoever gosh. whoever says they like the one I like the best wins the car stereo. Oh, I don't even care at this All right. point. Here we Indi go. Indian leg wrestle. Here we Wait, go. Can we say Let's that? do it. Yes, please do Indian not do that. Do not do that. You've went too far. Okay. <laughs> You went too far. Wait, what are we supposed to do? All right, so <laughs> just watch the commercials. All right. All right, here we go. Oh, look at it. It's us. Look, so let, let's break that down. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, I'm going to break that down. So you're right. The frogs are not in there. Well, I don't know Budweiser. Oh, that's right. They were not in the Super Bowl. Oh, Bud Light. Bud Light. Budweiser specifically said we are not going to be in the Super Bowl. I forgot about We're that. We're going to save my money. We're going to, well, I don't know what the whole thing was, but it doesn't matter. Point being is, that's right, Budweiser. So at the end, the I love you, man, mm. that was a big part of our life. I yeah. will say that. Oh, that gosh. guy it, was a big part of our life. I, everybody used to say that. But, oh, yeah. It for is. Sure. It's like, I mean, it's, is it tin to say Chappelle show stuff? No. You're like, I'm Rick James. <laughs> I love you, man. These things are all in the same yeah. vernacular. Dude, Tin Roof sitting up on the booth watching uh -huh. the music was the best. You could not get better than that. I, I'm going to tell you right now, when you were when you actually got a booth that you could sit up on yep. and you got to watch, it was that was the sh that was a I love you man moment. Yeah. Oh, I don't like any Those watching that have not been to Nashville, yeah. come do that. Yeah, you got to do it. Even to this day, I we'll guess. get you a booth. We'll get you a little shoulder on the corner booth. You don't even care. You don't work there anymore. But I, I care. go there quite a bit. I had a street corn quesadilla at the tin roof Monday night. Mm. All right. So that was your first commercial. Good. That was your first one. Okay. Oh. I want what? you in your I thought it was 10 in the. No. no. I thought it was all combined listen, into listen. one. I want you to, in your mind, I want you to rate these. That was your first one. Oh. Got it. All right. All right. Second one. Second one. Second one. Secret code to zero. I give it a zero. 
Okay, uh, that's fine. Keep it in your mind because okay. we got more coming. That's what I was we got we got five more coming, yep. and and whoever you guys, Forget however I, I figure this out, at the end is going to win this stereo system. So let's let's just do this. Okay, so that was that one. Okay, whatever the case is. Okay. Oh yeah, whatever. That, that, ten. Now, ten we're, out of ten. now we're moving. <laughs> Zero. Now we're moving on to this one. Here we go. This is Tracy Morgan, which I love. I love Tracy Lawrence. Okay. All right, so that 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 was. I, I'm really I like him because of Thirty Rock. I'm a big fan. Tracy Morgan. Yeah, oh. Tracy Lawrence. That's Tracy Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so okay, there you go. You got to remember that one. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right, All right. got it. Dude, you remember driving across the bridge, going to the point to visit my cousins at their uh, oh in Louisiana the, and, oh, in God. Louisiana, and that was that kind of drawbridge. We're like, I think we in might, a pinch we uh, could have made it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the reality. It was like. Mm, Okay, so there used to be a time when he actually cared about people that were around him. He doesn't oh, yeah, anymore. Yeah. Look, obviously, I mean, obviously, not even about myself. Not, <laughs> Look at this. I mean, you wear more corduroy on your head than I've ever seen. Okay, so here we go. We're gonna go into uh, let's see, eight tiers. I got it. So here's what I'm gonna say: Is does he really have that accent? Shaggy. Shaggy does not have an accent. Shaggy. No, he's from like Connecticut or something. <laughs> really? Man. Yes. Yeah, Did he you hear like him? I will not discredit anybody, and you can't discredit anybody. Uh, having toured with Keith Urban. <laughs> All right, so that's gross. Okay, so now we're going into our. Here we go. They're still bringing three D Doritos. Right. Okay. They, so that's it, been I, that's been around I, for I know, two forever. decades. Okay, we get it. We get it. So here's the remember thing. Remember Brooke Burke? You, have you remembered? Have you remembered? Because you I'm, gonna, remember I'm, I'm keeping track. There's somebody that's going to win a stereo system based on how you guys vote okay. on these. That's fine. Okay, that's well, fine. Vote, Just let but me I know. have to say this. Market 12, Donnie. Yeah. Before we no, move on. Before you move on. Uh, my buddy that was downstairs earlier, yeah. his mom bought a Lincoln yesterday. Based, based on, on Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> and... His grandmom bought a Lincoln last no week. No way. Based on Matthew McConaughey's commercials. The man is selling Lincolns. They're not, their testing's not wrong. Books, too, right? You can laugh all you want about flicking boogers and Jim Carrey owns SNL. McConaughey sells, sells Lincolns. Luxury cars. Okay. I, I, to Kentucky, two Lincolns. So, GTFO. You know, you know how I feel right now? You know how I feel right now? Attacked? Based on what you do? <laughs> I feel like Matthew McConaughey commercial could be a tie here. Mm. I'm trying to give away this sound system that I've been trying to give away for trying, years. Trying, trying, trying you listen, I just got, thought that was listen, a fun fact. Maybe, Justin, okay, Justin, you I'm, just you know, I'm just letting you know. They employ oh, that man. guy. who's He's selling cars. Now he's trying to sell corn chips. It's going to work. In multi-dimensions. Yeah, okay. It's going to work. Okay. Only because. He doesn't miss. He's Matthew McConaughey. I know. Right. Right. All right, let me uh, go to... Commercial number five <laughs> All right, ish. so, okay, let me ask you this. Dustin. Sir. I know Ward already knows this. Wayne and Garth, that was a thing? No. Hmm? No. Wayne and well, Garth was a thing. I'll weigh in. It, it, I'll it weigh in whenever it's time yes. to weigh in. All right. This half big fan, <sighs> half the worst ever. Because that's I us right here. Too. We are... We are Cable access right now. What we're doing? I don't. I don't even think we're as cool as cable. Not access. even that. We're, 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 I'm just. I'm literally thinking that Dustin came over here tonight only because I might have had whiskey. 
Always a good one. Which is fine. Which is fine. As long as we don't end up on the next door app in the morning and be like, ah, there were some people doing a podcast in their attic and it was they got rowdy. I'm not kidding you right now. I swear to God, I still feel like when I'm done with this night and you guys leave, he's going to ask me for 50 grand. But that's just me. That's just me. Okay, so I'm going to go to this next one. It's a half of a hundred grand bar. All right, so here it's is the totally last legit. new. This is the one you have to, you guys will have to decide. <laughs> You're going to have to pick. <laughs> you have to pick. Okay. Jason I, Alex. We have to agree? No, no. Okay. All right. All right. He's been All keeping right. track. He's got his uh, invisible pen over there. Hey, hey. Wow. Oh, I love his face. All right. How, so how here, sad. What? We are super old. No, we've he all, doesn't We've been know. talking about that for hours now. Right. We're super old. I don't even know the lyrics to the song. Aww. And the connection to the Jason Alexander, like the Seinfeld. There is no machine. connection. Believe it or all not, right, so, uh, George isn't at no, home. No, no. Okay. That's a Dustin, stretch for uh, do you know where that? Do you know where that song comes from? Oh. I know the song. Like, okay. I'm going to ask I, him like he's a child. I do not know. I will give you guys the show. $1,000. Right now, to your favorite charity. Okay. If you I owe $500 me to somebody. show that theme song was from? The Greatest American Hero. $1,000. Gone. Go. What do you want? What Just, do you want it to go to? Uh, $500 needs to go to Brett Tyler for posting a stupid joke to Instagram <laughs> last night. <laughs> charity. This, no, no, hey, when this all comes around, when we get all the video footage... It's going to be worth so much more. Um, and then I'll put the other 500 plus the, the five that I gave to Brett just now towards his charity of choice. Straight up. Pay it forward, baby. He slipped the gap. He broke the rules. He didn't agree to the terms and the stipulations. Nobody knows about this except us right now. Okay. But uh, And everyone else watching live. <laughs> and we don't no, know what you're talking about. Yeah, I Fantastic. have no idea what you're talking about. The... the Right. See, that's it. Do the I mystery is the, is the point. Right. I wouldn't just invent this. All right. So, all I'm $1, saying $1, is. $1,000 to Brett so Tyler's it. charity of choice. <laughs> Good. You know Brett, Brett there you right? Go. Yeah, of course. Brett, there you go. Welcome to my thousand bucks. I'm in. So, <laughs> my love. question is this. This is my question. <laughs> okay. All right. Of all the commercials you saw. Yep. Seen. Have seen. Saint. I don't know how English works. Yeah, seen. It, it doesn't matter at this point. So. Uh, what commercial did you like the best? Hmm. There are a few in there that were. Uh... I have one, and and whatever one, if you guys get the closest okay, to me, I hear, okay. I want to disqualify myself because I saw <laughs> all of them except two. You were not here. No, I watched the Super Bowl. Hey, Just maybe asleep. I was. I don't no, know what I was doing. I'm okay. probably getting more rotel dip. <laughs> um, <laughs> got the Beatles rug. I did over not here. see the first one. I did not see the last one. So I didn't see. Uh, all the past Bud Light heroes. I did not see all of the, oh. or I did not see the, whoever the hell that was on a shirt, a hoodie. Um. So, but anyways, so I, I love, I love number one. Okay, past Bud, heroes Light, of Bud Light Legends. That's good. Um, a lot, maybe because I hadn't seen it yet, but but I thought that was, I mean, star power was. Really good. Massive. Yeah. And uh, just the surprise factor of bringing all those legends back together is is pretty genius. So you're going and with I, one. I'm going with one, but I just have to I have to applaud everyone and whoever this is, this team of people that comes up with the ideas for those commercials is just unbelievable to me. All right. So yeah. one. One for me. Yeah. One for him. What about you? You would uh, you didn't pay for repeat the question? question. What? Yeah. Which one of those commercials of the seven that you watched? 
did you like the best? Doesn't matter. It's, right. No, it's tough because no. like it's it, it becomes a which should you not like the least? Because I did really not. Well, no, like I mean the what it Cheetos means is what it means is shaggy. Is, I got so caught up in the shaggy part of Ashton and Mila's. Oh, Mila's okay. Now this. Oh, now all right. Now th- this is a big deal. This yeah. is a big deal because that's the one I liked. But buddy, that's you a big that's a big Cheetos point. for the winner. Okay, if you had 10, ten commercials and you had to say, hey, what did you remember? You go, well, I really hated number three. They're like, no, well, they got their no, mo- no I don't they got their money's worth. That's yeah, all that true. matters. I say that only I'm because I'm going to buy this. Flat McConaughey no. 3D Doritos for no, the rest of my life. I say that because week. of this. There it is. Because I sang they win. the shaggy part of that song, It Wasn't Me. When we play, Andy will tell you this, oh. I, I do the shaggy part. And so that 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 you sing, commercial, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. No, I said they even caught you on the counter. No, what no, what do I sing? Long part. That's not my part. What what mm. do, what do I sing? I sing. Uh, uh, oh God, what is it? I don't know, dude. What, no, no, do the, I do the shaggy part of this one thing? That I, we, wanna, oh, no, 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 no. I don't know what the words are. I'm usually not paying attention to you no. when you sing. Yeah. Oh, good. what's your but you what's your what? favorite? You got <laughs> one pick. You got no. one pick. One <laughs> shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. You know this what? This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You gotta. What's that? That's a swear jar. Every time someone swears, you put a quarter in it. Who gets the money? I don't know. We'll use it to buy something for the office, like a case of Bud Light or something. Fucking awesome. Fuck you, Bob. Fuck you, Jim. Eric, I have a bag on line three for you. Can I borrow your pen? Can I borrow your f***ing pen? Will the owner of a white station wagon please go f*** yourself? We're going to go down there and we're going to f*** some We're going to f*** some We're going to We're going to some Poop. Doesn't count. Shut the up! I am so proud of you mother suckers. Here, here. Endless refreshment from start to finish. Bud Light keeps it f- Coming. And that's that a conspiracy corner. Huh? That had to be like a decade ago. Based on the logo. I don't remember that one, but uh, unbelievable. Based on the <laughs> logo alone. Man. Bring it back. Have you ever. Uh, Do you want to see it again? Not no, particularly. Just, you know, bring it back. <laughs> I'm going to bring that commercial back. Everybody, awesome. open up your phone, pull out your oldest picture. No, like look at the freaking oldest picture in your phone of the uh dude the the beer I, I, logo. I, I, even Dustin can admit to this. You have more pictures in your phone than a human being should be allowed to have. You know? I'm kind of freaked out he went to it that quick. Dude, I'm in, in some he has what? a reference. Oh, hold on. Thirty one thousand seven hundred sixty five photos, six thousand two hundred ninety one videos, and one item. I don't know what that item is. I'm kinda scared to <laughs> And how do, you, how do you even look at? Go to your. Do you have a telephone? Yeah, you go. No, but I'm saying, how do you even look at how many pictures you have? Uh, it's usually under albums. Okay, Just go to on. library. Help me out here. Albums. Yeah. <laughs> no, tap, no, tap library. We have gone to the, the deepest of library the at the bottom. Like scroll the wee bottom. It should three thousand. How many do you have? You have three thousand. What? Three thousand five hundred thirty-six. Good for you. What do you have? What do you have? 31. <laughs> but it's because, hold on. Hold on. 
This is Ten a fun times. This is a fun exercise. <laughs> the first thirty-one thousand. Find, find the first yes, picture. Kids. The first picture I have with. Touché, oh, touché. Hey, my first picture is of uh, Arlo Guthrie. That's not a downloaded photo. That's like us at the tin roof. Like Arlo. Hey, listen. By <laughs> the way, this is one of the funniest pictures I've ever seen in my entire mm. life. I'm gonna pull up a real good one. Oh my god, dude! I was coming back from Tullahoma. I was coming back from my hometown today, and a, a double—what uh, do you call them? Um, a semi with the trailer on the back from Batesville Casket. Hey, no way, company no or whatever it is rolled in front of me. I'm like, this is it. Well, if I die here. This no, is it's it. like, well, that's where it ends. That's in the first like a hundred. Oh my! So these are the. This days. is how. Can I see? This is when can I, I please met, look closer. This is when I met Dustin. He was still in his teens. Wow. So these are the days, dude. Look, you like for real? Had like so these are the days. Baby fat. When uh, we it, went out he, seven he, days he in a row. Ba- you never had baby fat. Really? Come check it out. Yeah, I did. Seven days it? in a row, months in a row. We would go. I would. I would you, love you but hate hair. to see Ward's face every day of the Parker. week. You would love. Uh, I would yeah. love oh, but hate to see it. That's when we were living we in Green end, Hills yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We or, would end up downtown on a Tuesday. Um, Uh-oh. Who's texting? It doesn't this matter. Hour. Trying to figure <laughs> out. Put that up there? Have you got it? There it is. It's blurry. It's blurry. Good. Well, that's that's how it looked to us, too. So, <laughs> exactly. You know, it's in focus, no question. Um, it, some people say that Bigfoot is actually blurry. <laughs> Dude, that is awesome. My God, Dustin, you were like know. the rest of us, you know, back then. You, you were just a regular person. God, I just remember, I tell you, that, Dustin, the thing about you is you could be anybody when you walk in the room until you smile. And then the whole God, the whole fucking place just lights up like a, <laughs> a rose. It's uh, unbelievable. Your smile is the shit. I get it from my mom. You're very sweet. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? You, me and your mom have had she was, You know what? We've got to get mom. To uh, we got to get mom to a whiskey jam, right? We've got to get mom. with his mom. Yeah, we've. Well, I've been yeah. to a whiskey jam with his mom. Oh, that's the. We've got to get that's mom. The thing. That's oh, yeah, the for thing. sure. Miss K. K. Um, we've got to get mom to one of your shows. Yeah, no, that'll be a blast. That won't happen anymore. I have to open yeah, for well, you at this point. No, no, no. No, I'm just saying really? we're gonna come. Yeah. No, I'm gonna come when you're working and I'm not. We're just. I'm not me working. And mom any, I'm not doing it. it anymore. Huh? I don't do it anymore. Yeah, no, you're gonna do it again. Yeah. Me no work no more. <laughs> no, I'm just like I'm not doing I'm not doing my old school stuff anymore. I'm just oh. not doing it. I can't do it anymore. I come to your house. I, All right, so I'll, I'll, I'll stream to you. Let's flip the script for just a second before we close out because yeah. is, is it almost it's, time? It's two a.m. Anybody, oh, anybody, anybody? No, everybody, anybody who's watching out there, All it's right. two o'clock in the morning. All right, we got, we just have to, All right, but for real, flipping the script to a degree. Um, I was downstairs making drinks in your elaborate drink cabinet earlier and couldn't help but notice a Sorakaba saber? <laughs> like, was it a saber or a cleaver? Well, I told Dustin we're going we're gonna to do this. Incredible. It's happening. Yeah, it's happening. Sorakaba. Razor sharp, like folded steel <laughs> saber. Yeah. So and these boys that we you get, we work do, with yeah. in Brazil. Well, Brazil. Yeah. yeah. So how basically it. everything that you guys have got to do up here. Brazil. I went to another country. So kiss uh-huh. my country balls, and I'm coming. I'm which is a you huge, down. which is I'm a huge you. part. Oh, big time! 
Okay, so no, I have friends. It, I, it's fun. We're gonna talk about it before we. Yes, we've, we're we've, gonna talk about it. Hold on. This is. I'm really excited. Hold on. I've met a lot of friends in Nashville. I've met a lot of people who like. I love their music, and it takes a little while for them to take off. Sometimes it takes people to go to Tokyo. Sometimes it takes people to go to Brazil. And I reference you a lot, and I hope I'm not misquoting the whole experience. No. But I was like, you have to find your Brazil. Yeah. Could you agree with that? No, it, it, and, and the thing about I'll pay it is, agree with it no, I got people here's listening. here's what the cool part about me is specifically, and what uh, and what a lot of people that you, that you guys deal with have to say. Like, it took me a long time to understand where I fit. You know, it wasn't. I was never going to do that path. You know, I, you know, like the path you went down, and and. Because I didn't understand country music enough. And you loved country music. Yeah. And there, there was no question. It wasn't I didn't. It was just that I just loved performance and entertainment. And it was a different thing. And so when I started to understand about entertaining people, it it did it meant that it, it, it wasn't necessarily on that level. And that's the thing that people that you talk to don't get. It's like, I could still entertain people. It just might not be on that level where you oh. fit into a genre and you actually get to perform in that genre. Well, it's a it's a different ball game. Think about it as this neighborhood. Like if you put up a a stage in your driveway and your neighbors are like, "That's cool. I like Chris. He's he's a great singer. Let's go back to what we're doing." Think about the hundreds of neighborhoods around you and you're like, "Okay, listen to me just a second. If we can get these neighbors to travel a couple hundred yards and then you extrapolate that into the next level, then you're dealing with what you're dealing with. It's like, okay, I'm in Brazil. There's millions of people just concentrated into an area, Sorocaba, et cetera. Right, it's but like, I mean, and, and so that's the thing, and you mentioned that that's a good point. What what would be cool for people like Dustin to understand and and that people like, that, that have tried to do stuff with Sorocaba is that one thing I have understood is that Brazilian Portuguese translated into English, and Andy was part of that whole process of translating Portuguese songs into English. Mm. It's beautiful. And there's this whole other world of songs where you can give your, where you can take an idea because you can't translate Portuguese into English. It, it's the idea, right? Mm. Yeah. So like when, when, love, hate. The whole thing. Wrong, right. So when they give you an idea of something that, that they have written, plus the music is really cool. So, like Madrid, for instance, the music was be- even if you hear it in Portuguese, you're like, "That's a fucking good song. Mm. That's a good song." No, I'm serious. Have like, you, have when you, you ever thought about taking it to Antarctica? <laughs> well, I'm just everything saying, like, you ever wrote about just add cold. <laughs> I'm just saying that when you hear Madrid really in cold. Portuguese, you think that's a great song. What would it be translated into English? And that's what my infatuation is with you coming down there mm. so much is is because it would be neat to have your ideas and thought processes when they, with some of their big songs to translate them into English mm-hmm. because at that point in time you are a writer mm-hmm. and you're just a co-writer with somebody that had an idea to translate it into English and that's something that that's not just me and you talking right. that's Kane Brown that's that that's all these different country artists that are going to Brazil right now trying to figure out how to break into that market right I think I figured it out. God, the whole thing. No, seriously. Uh, I believe can, it. You can wear Kiss all you want. Kiss my balls, whiskey jam. But I think you brought us here tonight 
to invite Dustin Lynch into your Super Bowl performance <laughs> of the year 2024. And I think you're trying to be like between two ferns. Because you, could, you could be the guy. Hey, you could enough. be Zach hey. Gandolfini. <laughs> James Gandolfinakis. Anybody that's still with us, you deserve a middle. We, we've had a bigger we've had a bigger following tonight than we've ever had in our entire existence. Thank hey. you to all seven viewers. Thank yeah, thank you. Thank you. We will put our fans together for mom. you. Mom. Mom hung in late. Dustin's mom has seven shell accounts in private <laughs> networks around the globe. No. Uh I think my parents are watching too. Ah, well, I love your parents. And how's your mom doing? Dude, she's so they're they're two weeks into vaccine world they got uh two more weeks until the second vaccine and then two more weeks until just broadway <laughs> topless Let's go freaking school buses it's the world i do miss oyster. that about nashville i do <sighs> I tractors and the hot tubs and you think we could hire some of these hunting boys to just mm-hmm. snipe people with pew, like t- tranquilizer darts <laughs> full of vaccine <laughs> like it or not like Ugh. i gotta, I gotta be honest with you like I cannot say enough. You thank can. You, thank you guys so much. Okay, and bef- mm. but before we get to that. Yeah. <laughs> are we going out tonight? Yes, we are. Okay. Oh, All right, so go ahead. Good. All right, okay. so Dustin. Sir. I just need you to play one song as okay. our mu- musical guest. Okay. No kidding. I'm yeah. on. He's going to play one song. That's so awesome. Yeah, so we have, I have this whole, I mean, I'm. Pick your, I, I just. You want to play electric or. <laughs> no, he yeah. only gets to play acoustic. He, are you I'm okay not, to do with that? Yeah, I mean, I'll and try. Then, I don't and remember then, how to do it's it. It's left-handed okay. cutaway. And then, and yeah. that, okay, not thinking that both of you would have the same night. It actually night, is left-handed cutaway. I want Ward to play car wash. That's what I want tonight. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so just calm down. Dustin's going to play first because he's obviously Dustin. And then you're going to get to do your thing on the side or okay. whatever the case is. <laughs> do I go now? That's beauty. Ward, I, I've no, that's, wait, I had this you, plan. Are you able to join tonight or you got to go home? No, he can join. join. No, he can't. Yeah, he should, can't come with us. We should go out in uh, Hendersonville yeah, where we yeah. live. Yes. Well, <laughs> we're going to be up in that area. Super. At Palace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, National Palace. Uh, Let's go there. That's where we're going. Uh, okay, perfect. All right, we'll be back. And Dustin Lynch. Is going to perform a song, and then Ward is going to perform Car Wash. The Lynchster. Sponsors of How Valid is the Validity. Audison Amplifiers. Feel it. Hertz. Marine and Car Audio. Hear what you've been missing. Verdoliac Law Group. Let us help you. Aurora Nutriscience. True Liposymol Supplements. Guidance Whiskey. Look for Guidance. Cartronics, customize your ride. Sony Mobile, Car Audio 2.0. Modern Media Geeks, be found, be relevant, be on point. Chris Weaver Band, live and streaming entertainment. How valid is the validity? Wednesday nights, 7 Central, 8 Eastern. Everybody, Dustin Lynch, Cowboys and Angels. There's a want, there's a need There's a history in between 
girls like her and guys like me cowboys and angels I've got boots she's got wings I'm hell on wheels and she's heavenly I die for her and she lives for me Cowboys and angels And we ride side by side A cloud of dust, rain line My touch is a temptation a kiss is my salvation Is she sweet? I'm wild where danger runs Cowboys and angels Not sure why path crossed mine accident a grand design oh maybe God just kind of lies cowboys and angels cause we ride side by side a cloud of dust She's a temptation Her kids are my salvation She's sweet, I'm wild Where danger runs Cowboys and There's a want and there's a need And there's a history in between Girls like you and guys like me And cowboys and angels Cowboys and angels Justin Lynch, Not Ward valid. Gunther, Ander, Liebs, we'll love you. Long time. <laughs> Long we'll time. see you yeah. next time. Here's a Bye-bye. little bit of, hey, Paul Harvey. Oh. Yeah. Oh, The wow. rest of the story, 
No That's our app. Yeah, listen to this. We'll oh. see you guys next time. Next week we have uh, Jared Neiman is our is our guest with us. Hell Come back yeah. and see us. We'll love you long time. The uh, how vows of validity. See you, Anders. Bye bye. Love huh? you. Love you long time. Stai ascoltando. Anata WEKIRAIMASU. Estás escuchando. Você está ouvindo. No matter how you say it, you are listening to. How valid is the validity? And now, the rest of the story. So do we honor our nation's presidents that even after they retire from office and from then on, they are protected by Secret Service. And it is more than just an honor. There is always the lurking threat of bodily harm to a former president. Why, one former president was considered so vulnerable to kidnapping that his bodyguards kept him moving all the time. Kept him moving. I mean, in the years after this president had left the White House, he was actually physically relocated on the orders of those assigned to protect him, relocated more than a dozen times. Let me tell you, let me tell you the rest of the story. Now, he was no longer president of the United States, and yet his extraordinary vulnerability was a source of ongoing concern. In the first place, he was a highly visible former president when he left Washington He did not travel directly home. He made personal appearances in ten major cities, Baltimore and Harrisburg, Philadelphia, New York City, Albany, Buffalo, Cleveland, Columbus, Indianapolis, Chicago. Now, some folks said he was just too accessible to the general public. They said that one of these days, if his bodyguards were not careful, this ex-president was going to be kidnapped. Well, it was a valid warning. Already there were rumblings in the criminal community that such a presidential kidnapping might be attempted. In response, the former president's bodyguards adopted what they called the moving target theory, that kidnappers would be less likely to choose an unpredictable prey if they were not sure where he was going to be on any specific date. Indeed, in the entire decade, 10 years following his departure from Washington, This former president actually relocated four times. And then when he was 11 years out of office, it happened. Six men conspired to kidnap the former president. Prospective ransom, $200,000. They almost succeeded. They were actually, physically, bodily, carrying away our ex-commander-in-chief. They might have disappeared into the night had one of the men assigned to guard the former president not interfered, and the conspirators were captured and tried and imprisoned. Although, as you can imagine, the presidential bodyguards never quite got over that, that mush with calamity. So, as I say, our former chief executive was relocated no fewer than eight times thereafter. Maybe more, but no fewer than eight. Remember, they were trying to keep all those relocations secret and may even have deceived history once or twice, so he could have been moved more than I'm telling you. But after all, how much of what you've just heard can be found in any history book? For the ex-president we've been discussing left Washington feet first. He made all those subsequent personal appearances 
from a box. He was shot out of office. His bodyguards were literally guarding his body, guarding it from grave robbers for 36 years after his death. They moved him more than a dozen times, which makes the body of Abraham Lincoln the liveliest corpse that ever was. And now you know the rest of the story.